from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My, my boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won a thousand dollars. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. According to what I'm reading here, it says it's going to be mainly sunny this afternoon. Okay. God, the sun comes up so late now. I know. It's crazy. It goes down earlier. We're really living like mole people, and it's only going to get worse, right? When does it start getting better? What do you mean? Like as far as what's the like when does the we start getting more hours in a day as opposed to less hours in a day? Oh, like in the spring? No, uh, no, no, no. It happens. It happens where? Oh, in like than, January than or something, right? Is it January? Yeah, because the because clocks I can't go back deal. November first. Is that what the it is? Clocks November first. Yeah. Thank you. On November first, and then um, I think there's a point in January where we reach. No, I think it's November 1st that the days start getting longer, is it not? Or, or no. am I wrong about this? November 1st? I don't know. <laughs> I, that's why I'm asking questions, man. Somebody will text us. There's a point in the year where right, right now we're at, days are getting, daylight is getting less and less and less. But at some point in the year, we hit it where it starts getting more and more and more. Yeah, but it's so minimal okay. that well, you can't No, but notice. it's gradual though. Yeah, but it just keeps getting, but it's a little bit more every day. Just like today's a little bit more every day, hey, a little bit less every day. Not scrapping or they want to scrap the whole changing the clocks thing, right? Yeah, but a whole bunch of people have to agree on it though. Like, you like gotta, how many people? Well, you know, you got to get everybody in this, like, in this part of the world to agree on it. Like, oh, that's easy, though. Like, just, New York State's got to agree on it, I think, and a whole bunch of other places. Have somebody to agree just texted and said the winter solstice. Yeah, when is that? Don't just say uh, winter solstice like we know when that is. On December 22nd. Thank you, December 22nd. When, if you were to pass start. the bill where there would be no more of the clock movie, yes, backy yes, forthy kind of yes, thing. Yes, we understand. At what t- time do you lock it in at? So it would be, it, it would that? be, it would be, no, it would be where we are right now. Right now. So there would no longer be a fall backwards. Uh, so it depends November. on when they do the vote. Cause if they wait to do the vote later, then it's then, right? No, you would no. just start it next year. Yeah. We just started yeah. after spring. Yeah. I'm with you on that though. And it's, it's not like it's some big inconvenience in my life. It's just, to me, it just seems unnecessary at this point. Mm-hmm. That's all. I just want more daytime. I had stuff to do on Saturday morning. Yeah. And I wanted to go outside and do a couple of things. And yeah. the sun doesn't come up till like 7.30, man. It's so crazy. You, you couldn't use a flashlight or anything? A flashlight? Like I'm casing the joint. No, that's when, <laughs> that's when my neighbors start calling the police. <laughs> you don't have lights you on didn't outside say, You didn't give place? specifics on what it is you had to I do just outside. Listened, don't, well, don't worry about my business. I just had okay. outside stuff to do. Why are you being so nosy? Stuff. You're it's, the one it's that not said secret stuff. I have to do stuff And I need daylight or whatever. Listen, when I say I got stuff to do outside, okay, don't start recommending the neighborhood I live in that I dress all in black and start walking around with a flashlight. <laughs> oh, okay? I don't know what No, nah, nah, that's how I miss a full day of work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I'm, I'm, de- I'm dealing with the police at that point. Okay? No, but it gets, it gets later and later. What time does the sun go down now, more? I'll, I'll let you know. Like roughly. Like oh, roughly. Like around six o'clock. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. too early. It's too early. I and don't then like it. After November 1st, it'll be. I five know. O'clock. Yeah. It'll be like five. Yeah. I know, it's, you can't get dark at five o'clock. It's just wrong. I don't like it. 
<laughs> that's well, why. listen. Why don't you start the group chat with everyone oh, that needs God. to be involved in... You know damn well if what? I started a group chat on my phone, it would have maybe four people in it max. Okay? <laughs> be honest. Max, it would have be four honest. people. Are you involved outside of our show, yeah. group chat? Yeah. How many other group chats do you have? Zero. How many do you have? Oh, bro, a lot. Shut up. I honestly, I have zero. I have, you are the guy, you guys are the only group chat that I'm a part of. I have one other one, my, the Cousins Club. Uh, You have a, (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys discuss at Cousins Club? Cousin Tings. Really? (laughs) Like, like what are Cousin Tings that you guys discuss? Yeah. What are like? What's going? Like, do you discuss? It only like, it only blows up on Fridays when we discuss what time we're going to zoom for Shabbat. Okay, so okay. Wow, so on your super lit. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, I have so one, two, three, four. Name yeah. them five. Um, the cousins club. I have another one on. I have two other ones on WhatsApp. So six, seven. WhatsApp. Yeah, I don't Bro, trust I anybody have one that group chat WhatsApp, man. on uh, WhatsApp. Yeah, it's like twenty something people, and it's all people I went to elementary school with. Really? Like, can you yeah. pay to be in a group chat? You are crazy, yeah. man. That is so wild to me. Yeah, you have, you're in a group chat with people you went to elementary school with. Yeah, very active every single day. Holy! Hold on, so you got to start at the beginning. You got a way one, better two, life three, than I do. Four, five, uh, six. Can I join Cousins Club, Maury? What do I have to do to join Cousins Club? <laughs> yeah, I'll is get there some in sort there. of initiation? No, I'll get you. In. No, okay. I mean, seven. What do I got to do? I got to cook something. <laughs> I don't have to show Eight. up anywhere though, right? I mean, your name's in there often anyway. Oh, here we go. One of the cousins Eight. likes Ross. Now Nine, I know what ten, you guys discuss on Cousins Eleven. Club. I have tw- uh It's too much, man. Twelve. It's too much. Group chats. I, I don't have, have any, and I'm not even lying to you. You could check my phone right now. I have, want, I have do you no want to? No, but I don't know. Like, how does that even start? How does somebody suggest a group chat? And so then that's where you all hang on out. On my phone right now, I have 13 group chats. Okay. But how does somebody make that move? To me, it seems like a ballsy step to ask your friends if they want to be part of a group chat. Like to me, because I would not I be able to take the, it. I wouldn't be able to take the embarrassment if somebody declined or somebody didn't want to be part of the group or chat. Or like left the conversation. Or, yeah, left the conversation. After replying to like exactly. the initial note. Yes. Mm. And also for me, there's too much ways that it can go wrong where I'm thinking that I'm emailing one individual and then I actually send it to the group chat and then somebody finds out something that I don't want one of the cousins to find out or whatever oh, yeah. it is. Or then I've ruined Cousins Club and Shabbat. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hey, it's George. What's up, George? Um, why does Roz have no group chats? Like, I need to get to the bottom of it. Just out of curiosity, uh, George, how many group chats are you a part of? At least, I don't know, maybe 30? Like, not active. Some have been archived and put away, but at least 25, 30. Okay, but how like, many, like, active every day? Active? Maybe a dozen, give or take. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, it's yeah. crazy I have me. active every single day. I have six of them. Really? Oh, sorry. Uh, seven of them. Seven active every single day. Yeah, no, I have no group chats, man. Zero. Uh, but, 
like, even for just common stuff, like I have my fantasy football group chat where, you know, we're talking trash or trying to negotiate trades or telling everyone how much they suck. Like, stuff like that. Normal things. Okay. Why? Like, don't you have that in your life? Don't I have what? Friends? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Activities, interests. Like, you just go home to scarves? Like, I, I don't have, like, I don't have those kinds of relationships, man. Okay, how about this? What yeah. if I add you to one of my group chats? I have one yeah. with three other dudes. Okay. And all we do is talk about and send each other articles, uh, new and old, everything wrestling. See, that's pretty cool. Like, that's something normal. <sighs> Shem's in the group chat, by the way. I li- don't get me wrong. I like you. I like Shem. I like wrestling. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to have my phone start blowing up with nonsense from people that I don't know. To me, that, that's, that, that's too invasive. Like there was one the other day that somebody in our... Actually, it was Shem in our wrestling group chat yeah. that sent of Stone Cold Steve Austin on yeah. Twitter dancing to um, Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. I'm gonna, ta- I'm gonna take a pass on the wrestling group chat. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, it gets yeah, pretty yeah. Thank you, days. though. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> but I'm gonna take a pass on the wrestling group chat. No, I think that what you're saying, man, is that you're shocked that I don't have any friends. <laughs> you don't have any friends? Like, the wrestling group chat makes sense because, oh, it's a common interest we like no. to talk about. I have a Simpsons trivia one because oh we do God. that. Like, no, this is my nightmare just, right now. You're, you're, you're describing <laughs> my actual, out. you're describing my actual nightmare. My nightmare is somebody adding me to a Simpsons trivia group chat. <laughs> like that is my, it's my actual nightmare. Well, what do you love? No, you but I got, to, like, okay, I got. Scarves and turtlenecks and, and long sweaters. Turtlenecks? And, like, Okay, no, I have I have two I have two good friends outside of this show and one of them uses a Blackberry. <laughs> yeah. Right? So I don't even think yeah. that I'd be able to apparently he's, he still lives in twenty twelve. Yeah. I don't even think that I'd be able to group chat with him. It's like when my mom had an Android and we all start tried to start a group chat and then she would reply, but I would only, I was the only one that got it. Or she would, like it was it was a nightmare. Like my experience with the group uh, chats have been nothing but horrific. Aw, like dude. I, yeah, yeah. So no, no thank you to the fa- fantasy football. Uh no thank you to the Simpsons trivia. Uh no thank you to the wrestling group chat, even okay. though I love you, I love Shannon. I love wrestling. Uh, I, I, it's for me. It's a way to manage nonsense, and I've got the level of nonsense in my life down to a number that I like it. And I fear that joining a group chat is going to mess with that number and make me uncomfortable. <laughs> I know you seem uncomfortable just talking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Why do you make it sound like a cult? It's just a chat. It's just- <laughs> yeah, you sound like like sounds, Yeah, said every person who didn't realize they were in a cult. Uh, you have a point. Thanks, brother. You guys have a good one. Right. Too, Oka, start a kids group chat for him, please. Yeah. Like, fix his life. <laughs> Put him on Roz and Mocha, fix their life, and fix Roz's life. Yeah. There you go. Okay, thanks, thanks man. man. We got to go. Take care, guys. Later, Later. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Let me run this by you. Mm. Realtor.com did a survey, not about mortgages. Not about home inspections, not about listing trends, not about staging. They asked people if you believe in haunted houses and would you live in a house that you felt was haunted. Why are you so nosy? (laughs) (laughs) How about you mind your business? (laughs) Okay? Tell me about the latest trends. (laughs) 
<laughs> Tell me how to properly stage my house. Don't be asking me about no haunted stuff. Okay, so they said that, uh, what number would you say people who answered this survey said that they believe that their house is haunted? How many people actually believe that their house is haunted? So you want like a number, not percent. Yeah, percentage. percentage. Oh, percentage. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to say like 72 72%, man. Everybody, you know, this is the thing. People what? who believe in ghosts think everybody believes in ghosts. More, what don't. would you say the number is? I was going to say 85. Okay, here we go. <laughs> no, 13%. There's not as many of you whack jobs in the world as well, you think there are. that's because the people they asked won't admit it. Oh, okay. How many percent? 13 13% of people say that they're living in a haunted house. Now, what are some of the signs that your house may be haunted? Oh, there's so many. Oh, like maybe the lights flicker, like okay, they turn on and off. Okay. Uh, maybe they've uh, seen cupboards or doors open on their own. Okay, yeah. A cold chill. Oh, yes, yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah. Well, most oh. recently, the one I'm experiencing is our dog barks at the ghost in our place. Okay. Or they hear, they know that they're the only person or people yes. in the home, yeah. and maybe they're in the same room together, but they hear a noise or like footsteps or something in another room. Okay, so oh, here... The TV channel changes on its own. So here's their top eight things to look out for to, to see if your house is haunted. According to this, people claim that this is what they live with every day. Okay. Levitating objects. Mm. The feeling of being touched. Oh, I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> Even in the real world. <laughs> oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> I got you. Um, items moving. Yeah. Strange pet behavior, Maury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The feel of certain rooms. Oh, wow. people. Um, hot and cold spots is at number three. Oh, I've never experienced that. <laughs> uh, strange shadows is at number two. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then what you were just talking about, Mocha, strange noises. Yeah. Like you're alone in the house, but you're not alone in yeah, the house. Yeah, but you right? hear a noise. Yeah. And you're like, who's there? And then nobody answers. You say that? You'll be at home alone and you say, who's there? I would never do that. I don't. I would never do that. That's what happens. Because you'd be afraid if somebody answers. Hell yeah, man. Okay? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That's like that one, that one comment that somebody made years ago and it changed the way that I thought about everything, which is the fear of being alone in the dark is actually a fear of being not alone in the dark. Right. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> Think about that, Maury. I'm trying to say it. The fear of being alone in the dark is actually a fear of not being alone in the dark. I get it because you're not afraid. You're more afraid of something uh, being there than the fear of being alone because nobody is really there. Okay. You're in the category with this guy. Okay. <laughs> That's why I don't like believe this. in ghosts. Oh! <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See people going nuts over Jason Momoa yesterday. Yeah, what was he? People freaking out because he's eating a hamburger? Is that the deal? Yeah, and Jason Momoa is currently in Toronto filming something. Nobody knows. I mean, I'm sure people know, but yeah, the rumor yeah, is that yeah. he's filming season two of the Apple Plus TV show C. C. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And he's been in town since, I think, like July or June. No, really? Because I, I follow him on IG, and he's like out in the desert with motorcycles all the time, man. 
or he started filming back then because he's been spotted in and around I think Toronto he, I think he for comes, months. I think he comes in and and, uh, and and dips. So this is Jason Momoa. I guess the owner of the, the burger shop that he was eating at was filming <laughs> him taking his first bite. Yeah. And this is what had Twitter going crazy yesterday. How do you oh. feel, brother? How do you feel in Ozzy's uh, burger? I'm going to find out, buddy. Oh. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, how is it? Right, bro. It's like a party in my mouth. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you, Ozzy. Thank you, brother. <laughs> so the reaction to Jason Momoa eating that burger, taking his first bite, and making this noise? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cheryl writes and says, can I get invited to the party in his mouth? <laughs> Werewolf 86 wrote, listen, as a guy, I was super impressed as well. That's right. I said it. <laughs> Bella Muse XO tweeted and said, I watched this video a thousand times. My name is hard to say, said. This is the most erotic thing I've seen in my entire life. People have been inside way too long during COVID, huh? I know. Donna Ramirez says, my man is having a burger without me? Wow. <laughs> People have been locked up too long. We've yeah. been locked up too long. Josh McGill tweeted, Ugh, what a handsome beast of a man. <laughs> An unfreed bird said, COVID would be afraid to infect a dude like Jason Momoa. <laughs> All from a 15 second clip. Yeah, like, you got even, it, man. I mean, just like taking a bite out of a burger. Mm. Damn. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing, people were like going crazy, like in the comment section for this video. Yeah. Like there were so many people. Why is he allowed in the country? How did he get across the border? Did he follow protocol? This, this, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I know. Well, and then people were pointing out the fact that when he did come to town, he actually did an interview where he said that he was quarantining yeah. for 14 days before um, continuing filming. Yeah, well, you have to just started to do. filming men uh, in Toronto, Kevin Hart's now in town. Oh, yeah, so they yes. had to quarantine, too. Yesterday was day one of shooting. Yeah, yeah. Kevin so they, Hart and Adam, is it? No, no Woody no, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, so yeah. they're all in town for that. So. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you got to do it. You got to quarantine. Yeah. And they had to, and, and uh, the, all the kids uh, that are shooting out west on those TV shows like Riverdale and stuff like that, they were talking about how it's absolute hell. Mm -hmm. Because you go from being at home, right, where you had a little bit of freedom, like you're still quarantining and it's bad enough, and then you got to go and work and you got to go lock yourself alone in a hotel room for two room. weeks. Yeah. Robbie Amell, I'm I follow him on IG. Yeah. Like everyone should. Yes. And every day he shows up and he gets the COVID test when he yeah. goes to set Everybody every has day. to do yeah. it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. It's like a party mm. in my nose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. We talk a lot about letting the algorithm take over, whether it's on your Netflix or on whatever dating app you're doing, where algorithms are just running everything. They're running the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading this story. I think it's from a company in Newfoundland. Yeah, St. John's Newfoundland. Okay. It's called The Seed Company. And they posted an ad on Facebook to sell Walla Walla onion seeds. Okay. okay? Yeah. That's it. They're like a produce joint. Okay. And they just wanted to sell some onion seeds because people were like, hey, man, we really love these. You should bring it back in stock. And then they just want to let everybody know, yo, man, we got these cool onions back in stock. Yeah. And so they posted a picture and it was just a basket of onions. Like, that's it in a basket. And when you start sort of looking at the shape and color of like 
an onion. It's round. It's kind of golden colored. Some might say tanned. Yeah. All piled up together. And then you got one sliced right beside it, which is sort of open and a little bit lighter in color. Yeah. So anyway. Almost they're, white. Their basket of onions got flagged and they got a notice saying that you may not list a product that is positioned in a sexually suggestive manner. <laughs> what? So Stop it. They got their ad pulled for sexy onions because the algorithm just looks for certain things. It's trained to look for things that are like round and tanned <laughs> that are all so piled up on like top of it. a basket of, of booty? I don't know what it thought. <laughs> I don't know. Stop it. But the, alga- the algorithm saw round and tan yeah. and said, nuh-uh, not today, <laughs> folks. Not so fast. <laughs> not so fast. So, of course, then Facebook Canada, they wound up apologizing. They say we use automated technology to keep nudity off our apps, but sometimes it doesn't know a Walla Walla onion from a well, you know. And, <laughs> and so now the company... From a nice round dunk dunk Now the company has started to re-advertise for Walla Wallas by simply just referring to them as the sexy onions are back in oh. stock. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Natalie, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. How you doing? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm good. Okay. How are you guys? We're doing great. Thank you for your text. Uh, here's what Natalie said to us, Roz. Mm-hmm. My partner has officially become a Roz and Mocha fan. I've heard many stories on your show about partners of fans becoming fans themselves, but I never thought it would happen to me because our interests are just so very different. Turns out by putting your podcast on every time we do long road trips or just generally in the car running errands, it finally caught his interest. He has even compared it to other shows and said they weren't even comparable and not at all funny. I'm crying of joy. So, Natalie, big up to you, and thank you for spreading the word to your partner about the Razamoka show. Of course. Thank you, guys. You guys are so awesome and hilarious. So it was easy. I just had to put you on, and eventually I think it wore him down. And... <laughs> You guys are pretty hilarious, so it wasn't that hard either. I got a message. We should get this guy on. I got a message from somebody who was in this exact same situation where his wife was a fan and he wasn't. Okay. And Mm -hmm. they used to fight about it because he was just, he wasn't a fan of the show. Okay. And then he started listening and he started listening in secret and, oh. and he wrote me saying, and he wrote me saying that it's been over a year where he still pretends in front of his wife that he no. hates us. Yeah, <laughs> but he, but he listens, but he listens yeah. secretly. Yeah, yeah. So Natalie, is your partner like? Do you guys listen together now, like consistently, or is your partner listening to the show independently? Um, I think we just listen to it together. Do you listen to it? Yeah. <laughs> He's right here, but he's not really saying anything. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, that happens. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, you guys, like, talk about the show and stuff? Yeah, well, I mostly do. I'll be like, oh, today I heard on the Rouse and Mocha show. Like, I say that all the time. Like, I learned on the Rouse and Mocha show. Like, even to my family. <laughs> like, oh, on the Rouse and Mocha show. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long have you been listening versus how long he's been listening? Oh, I think I've probably started listening in 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. After school, and I started actually working, commuting in the morning. Yeah. He, I don't know, I want to say like, I started him 
like probably a year ago. And then in the last few months, he finally sort of was like, hey, let's put them on. Nice. <laughs> so what did he used to listen to before? Um, He doesn't really listen to radio, just mostly podcasts and music on Spotify. Oh, okay. So you guys are his... His first. I like I, when, I, I like when people say that they started somebody on it, and then I started him on your show. Yeah. As like <laughs> like we're like, like like we're a diet or some sort of like treatment. <laughs> Keto. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, Natalie, uh, thank you for your dedication to the Raz and Mocha Show, and thanks to your partner uh, for now his dedication to the Raz and Mocha Show. Between Raz and Mocha, who is your favorite, Natalie? <laughs> oh, okay. I've been preparing this for this question for a long time, but um. First of all, both of you are awesome, and you couldn't do the show without the other. But? But Roz is my favorite. Thank you. Um, I don't need to know why. I've, I'm going to stop asking no, people. I, no. Can I tell you why? No. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Please think, do. I think you'll like it, because you're honest. You don't let other people's opinions sway your own. You're also really, really good at giving advice because you see things from many different perspectives, whereas most people would just take it at face value. Like, even when you do the would you rathers, if, even if there's the dumbest would you rathers, you're still able to dissect the questions in a way that make it really, really interesting to listen to. You're also a good cook and really into food, and so am I. That sounds like so. a prepared statement. <laughs> I, know, I know, I know. She's reading off the notes app on her phone. I know. <laughs> it's just, I know. You get ragged on every time. Tug your ear if you're say. in danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about your partner in the in the one year that he's been listening? Does he have a favorite? Um, do you have a favorite, Adam? I was gonna say yes. Oh. I often agree with stubborn opinions. Oh. You say what? What? Say it again? I often agree with your stubborn opinions. Oh, no, he often agrees, agrees with, with your stubborn, stubborn opinions. opinions. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. I tried. I tried. <laughs> Natalie, much love to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, what's up? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Is it Carolina or Carolina? Carolina. Oh, Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> uh, you wrote us this. Razamoka fixed my life. I just got a matching tattoo with my boyfriend last Tuesday. And then the next morning, he broke up with me. Oh. Now he's already trying to get back with me after he said he was interested in someone else. He's blowing up my text saying he wants to have my babies. Am I making what? a stupid decision in maybe taking him back? And then you you let us know. What was the tattoo you guys got? Um, So we got each other's initials on our ring finger. Oh, my God. How old are you? <laughs> 24. How long were you with this guy for? So we have a long story. It's we were best friends for like four years first, and then like kind of fell in love with each other. And so we haven't been together for that long, but like it's 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 different. It's weird. It's 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 real. Sorry. So you said best friends for four years. What made each of you want to take the leap and turn this into boyfriend girlfriend territory? I mean, he he caught feelings first, obviously, and then I don't know, and then something happened. I caught feelings, and and. And we just we we just thought it was right. And during this time when you guys are best friends, you had boyfriends. He had other girlfriends. Yes, of okay. course. Yeah. So it sounds to me like he is extremely used to just having you always there, regardless of what he does. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Because oh. because that's the oh. that's that's the sort of role you play in his life. So like uh, I'm I'm like always like always around basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I mean, the idea of getting a tattoo, don't tattoo the initial, my God, you, yeah, you know, you know, okay. You know, we don't even have to talk about the tattoo because you know that that was stupid, right? Yeah. Honestly, okay. right away. I'm like, first of all, I'm not an idiot, but I know, I know I did an idiotic move. Yeah. And so what you're having like trust issues with him because he said, Hey, I want to be with you. Let's get tattooed. A day later, he breaks up with you because he's interested in somebody else. Obviously that didn't work out. So now he's blown up your text to get back together with you. I have no idea. That's also like putting a new light on that. I have no idea. Yeah, that's probably the case. Whose idea was it to get matching tattoos? His. Yeah, yeah. I figured. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's uh, trust issues are a very difficult thing because a lot of other things can go wrong in a relationship. But the weird thing about a trust issue is trust issues, trust issues impact every aspect about a relationship. So if you have trust issues with somebody, right, if they're sort of acting cagey and shifty, your trust issue mechanism kicks in and you start assuming the worst. But it also goes the other way when you have trust issues, which is so, if somebody starts acting nice towards you, yeah. your, trust nice. issues, yeah. your trust issues kick in and you're like, well, what's actually going on? Yeah. So it's, it, it affects every single aspect of your life in a relationship when you have trust issues. It's not just about what is he doing when he says he's going to work. And if, if you're going to make any relationship work, the only way to make a relationship work is if you allow yourself to be vulnerable. Because without vulnerability, there is no chance at intimacy. And if you're not at a point of where you are going to allow yourself once again to be vulnerable around this guy, then it's maybe not the best time to return his calls. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I put my heart on my, I wear my heart on my sleeve. So, so I'm going to be vulnerable regardless. I, that's just the kind of person I, I am. I have so much empathy and care and love for people. And like, I go to all extremes when I really do love someone. You are not on any sort of path to intimacy without being able to trust him. Cause you yeah. don't, you don't, you don't trust him. And, uh, and, and no, I know, no, you don't, no, you don't. And, and I know that you're like, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I love everybody. And you're, you're one of those, which is fine. It's a great place to be. And I love people like you and the world needs more people like you, but it ain't going to happen when you're carrying around these massive doubts and trust issues. And you don't yeah. even, you don't even know who you are to him. Don't get back with this guy. Okay. Plain and simple. All right. Yeah. Or, right. or take some time. I think that everything's just sounds so rushed. Why are you rushing everything so much? I know. I, I, that's the thing. Like we try to take it slow. We try to take it easy. Just go with the flow. And then for some reason, it's like we're at each other's throats. Hey. Like, like forcing it. Yeah. When you guys were just friends, right? Yeah. And he had like, he would have girlfriends and you would have guy friends during sort of down times while you guys were just friends. Would you mess around? No, that's the thing. We never did. And then once we actually did, that's when like the world started. Would you talk about messing around though? Um, no, it would be a really touchy subject because I did, I just didn't want to fall for him because I kind of knew what kind of guy he was, but I thought maybe... Okay, I hold on a second here. Hold on a second here. What kind of guy was he? Um, I mean, like a, a little bit of a player. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, Carolina. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I mean, so, I thought, you know what? Everyone well, wants to think there's a difference. So okay. I was that dumb one that's like... So I'm what different. did you think, though? That you were going to be the one to change him? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, my God. Carolina. Carolina, take time, okay? Just... <laughs> Do your own thing, man. Take time. You take time. It's not, this ain't for you. You knew it even before you, you, you boyfriended this guy. You knew it. I know. You knew it. Not saying this is your fault, but. Are you just like super flattered because he finally picked you? And be honest. No. Kind of. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Damn it, girl. Okay. All right. Yo, stay away from this guy. Okay. All right. 
Not the news I want to hear, but yeah. What did I you guess, think we were going to say? You've heard this show before. Come on now. We don't stand, <laughs> we don't stand for this. I know. That's why I wrote in. So All that right. you guys knock some sense into me. Okay, All we're right. going to check back in with you real soon, though, okay? Okay. Sure. Right. Okay. Love you, girls. <laughs> Love you, too, guys. Thank you. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, apparently, they say men who can perform more than 40 push-ups are far less likely to develop heart disease. Hmm, A new nice. health report suggests that middle-aged men who can perform more than 40 push-ups uh, in one try... Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like one a day for 40 days, bro. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Have a 96% reduced risk of developing heart disease. Uh, I wish I could do 40 push-ups. And I'm yeah. going to be honest with you, there's no way I could do 40 push-ups. You think you could do like 10? No. Like, like like actual like proper push-ups? Yeah, like chest pretty much no, to the ground. I would be uh, I would I would be shaky by about seven. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I could not do forty. There's mm. no way I could do forty. Not with that attitude. No. Well, if no, you no, practice no, no, no. every day. Well, well, yeah, but I can do one a day. Yeah. Right? No, if you practice every day, I guarantee that you could get up to forty push ups by the end of the month. Who has time to practice push ups every day? Bro, it's nobody does. And if you do, you're not nearly busy enough. You could find like two minutes in your day to do 10 push-ups. Nope. I have no two minutes for push-ups. <laughs> you don't have two minutes. No. I have a lot of two minutes. I have a lot of two minutes in my days. Yeah. You don't have like a one two-minute interval. Nope. That you could drop and do 10. Nope. Because then what happens is I'm going to get sweaty and then everything else that I have to do after that two minutes, I have to then go and like change my clothes and take a shower and... Okay. What? <laughs> New idea. Yeah. Okay. So you have a two-minute window. Okay. What if you practiced? Yeah. <laughs> naked. Yeah. In the shower? And then that way, you're not ruining your clothes. Nothing's getting wrinkled. Nothing's getting dirty. No, man. No, you can't push up naked. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Stuff starts hitting pr- the floor. I promise. It's not good. I promise. No, because then I got to sweep ahead of time, too. Sweep what? The floor. What if it's in the bathroom? It's too cold because <laughs> I know you I'm going to collapse. All no, hear, no, no, no. All I'm hearing from you is excuse, no, no, no. excuse, excuse. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody wants to do a push-up on a cold bathroom floor. Okay? <laughs> nobody wants. Naked no doctor would ever recommend <laughs> naked push-ups on the cold bathroom floor. Nobody. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a section on Reddit called T-I-F-U. Today I effed up. Oh, okay. So users will go on there and uh, talk about the thing or things uh, that they effed up on, right? Okay. So I'm going to read you this. And I don't know how true any of these stories are, but this one seems like it's rather possible. It almost doesn't matter to me when I see these things, whether they're true or not. Okay. So this person wrote and said, I thought it would be funny to put a Bluetooth speaker in the ceiling and play sounds of cats over it. This is at this person's work, by the way. Oh, okay, okay, at work. I found an eight-hour video of cats meowing on YouTube that was perfect. I paired an old phone to the speaker, tossed the phone in a drawer of an empty desk, and tucked the speaker under a ceiling tile. It was perfect. You could only hear cats if you listened real close. Oh, my God. It sounded like there was a cat in the ceiling, but you really couldn't tell exactly where it was coming from. I went to my office, got busy with work, and forgot about it until I went for my break. I walked into the break room and several people were talking about the cat that must be in the ventilation system. I chuckled to myself while I grabbed my coffee and made a loop through the accounting department to see if there were any more people talking about the cats in the the ceiling. 
To my horror, half the ceiling tiles were removed and there were two maintenance men on ladders looking for the cat. They were real close to the speaker but hadn't found it quite yet. I just reversed out of there and went back to work. They eventually found the speaker and shortly after, everyone got an email from the big boss reprimanding the guilty party and asking for information on the culprit. (laughs) I caused the entire accounting department to be shut down for three hours (laughs) by making them think there was a cat stuck in the ceiling. Yeah. Several of my co-workers don't believe that it was a prank at all, even still. They think the maintenance people lied about it being a prank and that management made it up to get people back to work and are planning to set out traps and poison to kill it. Oh my God. One person claimed they absolutely heard the cat and I S you not, a couple of them claim (laughs) they still hear it. (laughs) So... Here's part of the reason why I don't fully, fully believe it. Right. This person never said where they were, right? Well, of course not, though. You wouldn't, though. Never said, no, like where in Canada or the U.S. they, right, they right, are. Right. So I'm assuming when you post in this section, today I effed up, yeah. is something that happened today, like in the moment. This could have happened years ago because people are all working from home. Right. So how many people are in this particular mm, office building? He said he walked into the break room to get a coffee. People were talking, the accounting department, this and that. Right. So yeah. this could actually have happened. And this person failed to write that it happened pre pandemic. Right. So it wouldn't have been today. It would have been at one time. At one time. Yeah. Interesting. Right. People Sounds get, like an episode of The Office. I'll tell you, of all. Yeah. People get bored, though. You know, people get bored and they just need to let off some steam. And how else do you do it in an office? Like you can't let off steam when you're at work. And this is just one of those dumb ways that maybe you had a bad day and you can get back. It's harmless at first, right? You just think it's harmless. Um, Another part of me fully believes this because I don't know if you guys remember when we used to be on a different floor in, the, uh, in this building and we had an office. Yeah. Do you guys remember that time there was like a weird noise coming from the ceiling and like I was the only one that would ever hear it. Yes, that's right. But I never paid any attention to it because you you would like you had crazy dreams and you believed in ghosts and like all this stuff. So no, I, I never I <laughs> I never paid but attention it, it to you and noise, the noises in the ceiling. And it was uh, it kept going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I remember. And every now and then, right? Yeah. But it only happened when I was in the office, right? And you guys weren't sitting never there. Never heard it. So. Here's why I kind of believe this story that I read on Reddit. Okay. Is because one time when I was in the office and you guys weren't there. Yeah. And I heard the noise. And then the office directly, uh, I guess it would be behind ours. Yeah. Nobody was occupying it and they were using it as storage. Right. And I heard like rustling like in the ceiling. And I walked over to that office and I caught the person who had put a phone up into the ceiling and they made their ringtone that noise. No. So somebody else, their their, uh, co-conspirator was calling the phone when I was in the office by myself. No. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, what are you doing? I caught you. Red-handed. Yes, Really? Absolutely. Oh, interesting. Wow. I didn't think anybody disliked you that much. Hey, 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 come on now. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
Yesterday we had on uh, Nathan Apodaca, who was the longboard skateboarding. Cranberry juice drinking. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac loving superstar. Yeah. And he's just so humble and so wonderful. And we had said to him that the, the reason that everybody just loved him and loved this video and why he's his sort of moment of fame has carried on for so long is because it just did nothing other than make people happy. That's it. It just people smiled Please and they felt good. Do not tell me that no, the man, story no, 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 changed. No, it doesn't at all. It, okay, no, good. it does change. It does change, but in the best way possible. So, okay. uh, so, so to the business now. So he did it to Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. We all know that, right? Yeah. Which was released in 1977. Uh, since his video went viral, Dreams is now number one on iTunes. Wow. And Fleetwood Mac's greatest hits album is number five on iTunes. Wow. So far, since his TikTok went viral. On streaming services, Dreams has been streamed 8 million times. What? And last night on the BBC, yeah. they interviewed Nathan and introduced him to Mick Fleetwood. No! Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. So here, play, you have a, you have a wait, clip wait. there. Wait, so wait, so he obviously did not know because... I'm sure they told him. I'm sure they told him ahead of time, um, but uh, but it's a real, it's a, just a really sweet moment. And Mick Fleetwood is just in general, uh, just in genuine awe of Nathan. It's real great. Mick no Fleetwood, that. Mick Fleetwood, Mick welcome Fleetwood. to the program. Say hello to Nathan. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we owe you, and and it, it just it's such a celebration of of everything. I've heard you talking about it, and. It's it's so joyous and, and fun, and I I was just led right into it, and uh, people around me were going like, you know, from from dad, you got to do this, it's so cool, and so uh, we did it, and here we are talking, and I just want to say, outside of Fleetwood Mac, you know, we owe you, and uh, <laughs> I'm so happy to be part of it, and congratulations on a wild wild skateboard journey that has led. Uh, us to talking today. Thank you for going out and making your own TikTok, you know, making your own TikTok account. Just everything that you guys did, the band retweeting it and everything, you know what I mean? It's amazing that you would just go out and take the time to do that, you know what I mean? Like I said, I feel blessed and I appreciate you. It's just awesome. And uh, in the background, Nathan's sitting in his trailer and you can see something kind of going on behind him and yeah. then they call, they ask him about it and it was it was Nathan's daughter who's like a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, Aww. like trying so hard to like look at the monitor but like not be in the shot. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was just, it was really great. But these numbers are incredible, man. It is just so wild what one one TikTok could do that if it if it takes off. Hold Again, on. dreams 8 million streams since his TikTok went viral. That's a lot of money right there. That's a lot of money. So when Mick Fleetwood Number one on iTunes right now. When Mick was saying, yo, we owe you, because yeah, he said we owe you like I three know. times, uh -huh. right? When he kept saying, sure we owe you, we owe you, we owe you, <laughs> he never necessarily <laughs> said exactly, because that bank account is going up right now in the past like yeah. week and a half that this video went viral. Dude, the, the song is was released in 1977. It's number one on iTunes. Yeah. So when like, homie says, <laughs> we owe you, I feel like, well, you have my address, feel free to e-transfer or send me a check. Like, look at the amount of, of buys that that would take for it to be number one on iTunes, right? Like, you understand if a song is at, like, number 20 and then it makes its way up to number one, you're like, ah, hey, you know, a lot of people are really into that song. But Dreams, where do you think that was before this week on the iTunes charts? <laughs> oh, like... 
five six hundred five, five six thousands maybe <laughs> Who, who's allowed to give permission to give the money like the writer of the song because it was written by stevie nicks so does she have to give permission yeah i mean there's there's definitely a publishing she's not aspect say to, yes it. to that no, no she's not that's why mick fleetwood's on tv and stevie nicks isn't oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and mocha show podcast good long weekend huh oh Scourgeous. <laughs> I thought of because that all started the way Gurgis started with the Ermagerd, right? Totally. The Ermagerd girl. The, yeah. the Gersperms girl, right? Totally. <laughs> so we thought yesterday, Catherine thought of the best way, the almost the most impossible way to do that. The meme was there was a meme about a girl, she had braces on. She was like a young teen girl, and right? She had like a bunch of Goosebumps books Maggie, in her hand. Right. Maggie Goldenberger. Thank you. Uh, she had a bunch of um, like Goosebumps books in her hand. And then somebody captioned the meme, Ermagerd Gersberms. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Ermagerd. Gersberms, my fervorate Burks. <laughs> yeah. Gersberms, my fervorate Burks. <laughs> it's one of the best memes of all time. Of all time. Totally. Okay. So in my house, we we talk like that a lot. Uh-huh. Like, constantly. Like Irma Gerturk? Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. Constantly. And we were talking about um, all like the Christmas markets and other places you go to, fairs and whatnot. And one of our favorite things to eat there is the potato tornado, as we've talked about on this show, where they take a potato and they put it on a stick and then they spin it and they dissect it and then they just stick it in the fryer and then you eat it and you put stuff on it. Yeah. Okay, so we spent, okay, we spent about an hour yesterday yeah. trying to say potato tornado yeah. like the Goosebumps girl. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> okay. Perturder tornado. <laughs> Ermagerd, Perturder, Turnerder. It's my favorite. At the Christmas market. And I. And How, I why? How did you say it? And I couldn't get it. I was like, Perturder, Turnerder. But I guess that's how you would do it. But to me, it didn't seem right. And then my family started dogging on me, and they were like, ugh, just ask Mocha. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. It's a Paterna Ternurder. <laughs> They're my fervor. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You hear that clip of um, Elton John reading his own book? No. Where he screws up. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Well, sometimes you know you write. You like to write big words, right? Yeah. But sometimes big words are very difficult to say. And this is for because we were talking about this earlier. Like, remember Mariah? We were asking Mariah if uh, she had read her own biography, and it's a big thing. But it can't be a like that can't be easy. Just sitting down in a booth, like these people don't have time for this. Like, she went to trying to get Mariah Carey to sit in a booth. And just read no. her own read her own book not at all for that long no. to concentrate for that long, like what a nightmare that must have been. Like how many breaks did she need? Like how long? How many days? Long. How many days? You honestly well, that's think? the thing because it's not just like reading a book. Like you have to read the book. Like you're narrating. Yeah, your own your own book. How long did it take, Maury? She did three takes. She did it in three takes. Yeah, but how long does it take to read one one take? Yeah, like. When you yeah, sit down three and read a book. Be a, a week. Yeah, yeah. Did you get the Elton John book? Do you know the Elton John book? You do. Is it good? Yeah. So this is, uh, do you have it there? Yeah. This is Elton screwing up. It's awesome. It wasn't just a sheer preposterousness. It wasn't just a sheer preposterousness. No, preposterousness. Preposterousness is preposterousness. It wasn't just 
Go. Preposterousness. <laughs> Preposterousness. Why would he put a word like Thank that? Thank you. Book? Thank you. Like, even if I read that word, I'd be like, what in the hell is preposterousness, Safine? I think if you can't say the word, yeah. you shouldn't put you it in your book. No, it's unfair for people. Fans, yeah. right? It's yeah. unfair. If you, if you yourself yes. can't say the word, you should not have Thank that you. in your book. If Elton John is not going to rhyme preposterousness in one of his songs, he should right. not use that word in his book. Yeah, I If he agree. wouldn't use it in a song, don't use it in the book. Yeah, your fans right? wouldn't appreciate no. it at all. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hey, Christina, it's Bras and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you today? Very good, thank you. Uh, Christina, you wrote us this. Fix my life. I have major trust issues. Uh-oh. Uh, I recently lost 95 pounds and I'm feeling so good about myself. Hey, yo, that's amazing. Thank you. I said I'm back into the dating world again, but I have major trust issues. My dad cheated on my mom, and since then, I feel like I'm just not able to trust the guy that I'm seeing. Whenever we are chatting and I hear a text come through, I immediately assume he's talking to another girl. Uh, I'm seeing an amazing guy who lives three hours away that makes the trip down to see me every couple of days, yet I still have these awful feelings that he's seeing other girls. Uh, I just need advice on how to get out of my own head. Oh, girl. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> does your, your new guy, does your new man know that you have trust issues? Um, I've let him know, yeah. yeah. How did you yeah. let how did you let him know? What did you say to him? I let him know about my parents' relationship and that I kind of struggle sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um and the other day actually he was on his way home uh from my house and I randomly went we met on a dating app. I went back on the dating app to kind of look at his pictures and I saw on his location that he was nowhere near where he said he was. And literally he was like two hours away from where he said he was supposed to be. So I brought it up to him and he said that he wasn't obviously right. So um, I've already kind of let the cat out of the bag that I'm a little crazy like (laughs) Wait, so you guys met through a dating app? Yes, we did. Okay. And so his profile still active? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Is and, yours? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, and what, you track him when he's not around you? No, I wouldn't say I track him at all. It's, oh, okay. I, went, I just, I went on Well, his, no, you do. Went, you do. You do. <laughs> was this the first time, this this time that you're telling us about, was this the first time you've tracked him? Yes, honest to God. Okay. Honest to God, yes. Is, is this the first time you've done any sort of snooping whatsoever? No, God, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? Have you gone through like emails and texts and stuff? Oh my god, no! I wouldn't do anything like that. I just mean like on his, like on his Facebook. Like I've gone, like I know what who his ex wife is, and you know I've been like that kind of stuff. I I've never like touched his phone or anything like that. I'm not that. Oh, crazy. okay. So you just like looked into his history. His history, exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. You you're carrying these sort of I don't even know feelings of insecurity and. Uh, cheating and all of this stuff it, it's it's seems to me like it's more based on what's going on inside your head as opposed to his particular behavior right i agree like I agree. W- like would you say that he's given you a reason to doubt his loyalty um the only thing that kind of bothers me is that when he is here, like if I walk away into the kitchen or whatever, yeah. um, like he grabs his phone immediately. And then when I come back to the kitchen, he like puts it away. And I'm like, hey, 
it, to me, I'm like, hey, you're you're doing something that you can't do when I'm kind of sitting right beside you. Like that, it's that kind of stuff. That's or could it just be the fact that you get up and walk away and he like checks like Instagram or like Twitter or something. So he's and not then, doing it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then when you come back yeah. and, he, and you sit down next to him, he puts his phone down because he doesn't want to use his phone it's when he's true. with you. It's true. And that, that's, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. my own, it's my own head. Uh, but uh, okay, <laughs> I, I will say you, you got a lot of stuff going against you here. Uh, mm-hmm. you're coming in, you're coming into this having, thinking that every guy that you're going to date is going to be your father who's going to cheat on you. Okay. That is, that's like a whole, you can't expect anybody to deal with that. That's, that's a new relationship. Okay. That is, that is way too much. You gotta, you gotta figure out how to deal with that by yourself. And okay. you can, you can invite him into the process. You can let him be a part of it, but he's not the one who's going to have to try and fix it by doing things that, appease you mm-hmm. when nothing is actually happening. Uh, the right. uh, the other thing I'm going to say is it's never going to be anything that you want it to be while your profiles are still active on dating apps. Agreed. It's not going to happen. Like, are you guys exclusive or do you have those apps still or your profiles active on those apps because there's a potential of meeting other people? Um, we've been, to, it's only been like a month, so we haven't oh, really okay. had the, it's, yeah, it hasn't been that long and we haven't really had the, are you my boyfriend? Are you my girlfriend kind of conversation yet? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I haven't asked him to turn his off and I haven't turned mine off. So we haven't really had that conversation yet. Mm-hmm. So if you, no. if you get messaged by a guy on the dating app, do you ram back? Uh, I, I'm not actually, um, like swiping on them. So why don't you delete yours? I will. You know, it's true. I should. Yeah, like There's here's no the thing. Like you're, you're sitting here going, you know, I I don't know if I can trust this guy, and I got a lot of stuff, and I check his dating app. But like, what if he leaves you, and he's like, God, man, why didn't she just like, why didn't like, I'm fine to delete it, but I feel weird because she's talking about trust issues, but yet her app is still active. Like, what's going right. on with this? Yep. Okay. As soon as I get off the phone, I'm deleting it. <laughs> but but it's not it's not just about you. Like you have to if you want to build something with this guy, this has to be a conversation that you guys have as a potential couple, like as people who want to move forward together that you are both willing to do the things that make each other comfortable and to reassure each other and to make sure that there there there's no feelings of dread as soon as they walk out of the door like you guys have to do those things for each other if you want to build a solid relationship right that's fair. And then you're going to find out, you know, if you if you say to him, hey, listen, I like where this is going. I really, really do. Uh, what if we both decide that we just suspend our accounts for the duration of while we're trying to figure out who who we are? Because I really like you and I like where this is going and I'd like it to actually be a thing that lasts longer than a month. But I got all these trust issues that I talked to you about. They're not your problem. You don't have to try and fix them. But there's just little things that I that I need. And this is not a big step. I mean, you know, he, he kind of gives me that reassurance all the time. Like he talks about, you know, his birthday in December and, you know, Christmas and New Year's. Like he, he's already doing those kinds of things to make me feel comfortable. So it's it's 100 percent me and my my insecurities yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I totally I address it and I I understand it's me. It's something that I need to work on personally. Maybe I need to see somebody and talk to somebody about it. But it's, it's definitely a me issue, not a him issue. And I totally acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. So you know what to do. Yeah. Does yeah. that help, Christina? 100%. You guys yeah. are the best. All right, bro. You take care. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. PlayStation 5. Everybody freaking out over PlayStation 5. Baby! Right? Now, um, November 12th is the launch. And if you want to know what the PlayStation Live sounds like when it's booted up, when it started up, yeah. it sounds like this. 
yeah. So R.I.P. to this. This is the PlayStation 4, by the way. Oh. Guys, I have some exciting news. Which is what? I got a confirmation email yeah. from Best Buy. Shut your mouth. Because you know how I was like, I got boxed Obsessive. out completely yes. with pre-ordering the PS5. Yeah. Couldn't get it. Anywhere. Walmart, Best Buy, Amazon, EB Games, everywhere sold out. I got a confirmation email from Best Buy. Yeah. That states, add it to my cart, will be shipped. No. The extra controller and the charging, (laughs) the controller charger, the dual. Uh, (laughs) Didn't this happen to you once before? So... Getting shipped to my house after November 12th will be a PS5 controller and a charger for two controllers. What will not be shipped to my house after November 12th is a PS5 at all. Come on, you poor thing, man. You always get screwed. Didn't you get screwed with the iPhone too? Like, didn't you? Like, there was a there was a mix up. Like, yeah, there was one year when I ordered the new iPhone along with the accessories and like everything else showed up except for the iPhone. You opened the case. Yeah, I got the case for it. And then the phone shut up like a week later. And this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Maury, come on in here. Did you see Maury's mask? Huh? Yeah, look at this. What? Next level. Yeah, look at Maury's COVID mask. What is that? Looks so gross. <laughs> what is that? Uh, is that what mask is that? Explain that to people. First of all, it's all bunched up. You got to pull it down a yeah. little bit. Uh, it looks weird. It's, it looks weird. It looks weird. What is okay. that? It's the what bottom. material is that anyway? It it's, like even span- look- it's like no, spandex. It's like fake silk. Yeah, it's oh. like it's like bra material, <laughs> right? That's what it looks like. like it looks like a little bit. Yeah, it's like bra material. I, I wouldn't know. Okay, so so what more? Okay, hold on here. I, I wish that you could see the way that you're contorting that. So is that mask my face? The bottom of my face? Yeah, it's the bottom of Roz's face. No, it's not. Yeah, and what did you say earlier? Oh! What did you say? I said it looks gross. Oh, just the way, no, no offense. Like know. your mouth doesn't look gross. Just the way it the, the mask is fitting on Maury's face. Yeah, it looks weird because it's all bunched well, up. I'm trying it's to not fit a massive face on my small face. It's not proportioned yeah. properly. Yeah, this is what would happen if Maury actually tried to wear my face as a mask. <laughs> hey, could you sue him? No. Why not? Why couldn't I? Because you're one. using his image without his permission right yeah. now. I'm not selling it. I turned it into a mask. Where'd you get that picture? Google. Google. Who took the picture? Probably Catherine. Yeah, no, you can't. Oh. She owns that. She owns that. She could sue you. Catherine oh, could sue no, you. Oh, no, yeah. I couldn't sue you. Best of luck with that. Look at the, look at the way his face is now. Now no. it's like smiling at me. <laughs> it's super weird. Why would you do that? Like just as a goof? Yeah, I was thinking, um, oh, first of all, I ordered it forever ago. and it was. You wear that in public? I just got it yesterday. Oh, oh this is the first day. It is like falling down. It's like yeah, it's, it keeps it's slipping weird. off your nose, it's which like, is you, weird. You know, every now and then, you know, every now and then, when you get one sock where the elastics on the top don't work right, and it starts slowly creeping down your ankle, and then when you cross your legs, it goes shoe sock leg pants, right? You know that embarrassing, that embarrassing look. Yeah. That's what it looks. That's what this mask looks like on Maury. Like it just it's sliding off you. It's almost like it's melting off you. Well, it's so slippery. Look at even my 
fake face doesn't want to be that close yeah. to you. <laughs> it's trying to get away. <laughs> How much did you pay for that thing? $45. Oh, what? my God. Bro, can I just tell you? So over the weekend, Drake, the, the, on his OVO store, yeah. was releasing these black OVO masks for 22 bucks. Like, they sold out immediately. I yeah. couldn't get one. Yeah. They were $22. And, Maury, yours, which is made out of some weirdo material that won't even stick on your face, costs how much? $45? 45 but You have to pay for shipping, oh, too? 45 US. 45 US. Oh, oh my God. But you probably God. bought this at the very beginning of COVID, right? Where everything was expensive. There was, like, three people making masks and I finally in the entire got world. It. And you finally got it. <laughs> oh, congratulations. It, it looks weird. great. It's super weird. <laughs> it's super weird. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. You know me and Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. Love them. Love them. Yeah. Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is quoted in my house more than any other thing. Yeah. Like daily. Nice. And so Kate Hudson was on with Gwyneth Paltrow. First of all, those two together is my ultimate dream. I love both of them so much. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow is so weird. She's the best. She's almost a troll, but like not. Like she's so serious in what she does that you like can't an ironically trolling. Yeah, it's wild. But no, then it turns into but something she's not, serious. She's just doing her thing, but people get so angry at her yeah. that she just comes off like an unintentional troll. Like it's really wild. People I got no get problem so with her. fired up about Gwyneth Paltrow. But they were talking about kissing in movies, and the topic came up of who was your best on-screen kiss. Oh, okay. So listen to this. Who was the best? That's Gwyneth. On screen kisser. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I've kind of haven't had the best kissers. I feel like I should have had better ones. Oh no. The thing is, every time I kiss McConaughey, it's like, I mean, it's like there's just something happening and there's like snot or wind or oh, no. things are just <laughs> like when we were kids, like in the end of Fool's Gold, we're like in the ocean. We like had the plane crash, and it was just like, he had just had snot all over his face. Oh, <laughs> oh no, yo, come on, that's too much information you're giving out <laughs> there, Kate Hudson. Yeah, you gotta keep that to yourself. <laughs> that that starts changing the way oh, I watch your movies. No, that sucks. You, you can't do that. That sucks. You can't blow that for like, me. Like <laughs> McConaughey. He's going to be pissed. Come on. See, you I know think he's that's gonna endearing. Be I think that's like, you know, it takes away a little bit of the movie-ness of it and makes it real. No, but listen to the way she says it, though. So when when she says, I haven't had... Go back and play the beginning again because I want to dissect this a little bit. the best on-screen kisser? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I've kind of haven't had the best kissers. I feel like I okay, should have had so better ones. So she wine. says, she doesn't say I haven't had the best kissing experiences on film. She says, honestly, I haven't had the best kissers. So like in general, okay, in life. Now, if she said I haven't had the best experience kissing on screen, that could be because we're in the water, because the wind is blowing everything right. else. She says I haven't had the best kissers. So her on meaning screen it's kisses. the individual's fault, yeah, not the circumstance, not the circumstances so the that they're kissing in. Kissers get lumped into her everyday life kissers. No, 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 no. She's talking about on screen. Okay. But, what, but then she goes on to say there's always something weird going on where there's like a wind or it's a plane crash or so it's a whatever. it's Matthew's fault. Maybe it was the situation know, he was but in. But she didn't say, listen to me, this is why I'm defending Matthew McConaughey and his kissing ability, even though I have no basis on this whatsoever. <laughs> she doesn't say I haven't had the best on-screen kissing experiences. She says I haven't had the best on-screen kissers. 
Right. So she. Honestly, I feel make, like I've kind of haven't had the best kissers. I feel like I should have right? had better. Right. I haven't had the best kissers. I feel she meant to say something. Else. I don't think she meant to say Matthew McConaughey's not a good kisser. No, I think she meant to say Matthew McConaughey's not a good kisser, and then covered her ass by saying that it was because of the Here circumstances. Are the reasons, yeah. Here are the I, reasons. Look at Matthew McConaughey. How is he not a good kisser? That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Just watching the uh, John Legend performance from last night at the Billboard Music Awards. Yeah. Heartbreaking, man. Yeah. Heartbreaking. I saw it pop up on Twitter and I was like, nope. All I heard was he said uh, at the beginning, he was like, this is for Chrissy. Uh, and I was like, bro. off. No, thank you. Bro. I know what this is going to be about and bro. I'm not it's, even going it's to. It's so, it's... Oh, first of all, it's a beautiful... Like, John, is there, like, is, is there anybody better Legend. than John Legend when it comes to this stuff? No. John like I was Legend? trying to think of who the like who's the comparable right now to John Legend? Who would that be? Like Alicia Keys, maybe. Yeah, like maybe Alicia Keys. Right. But in the in the sort of male artist world right now, who's the comparable to John Legend? I don't even I don't know. Think anybody? I don't know. I don't there think used anybody. to be a lot of guys like John Legend, yeah. right? That sort that of like crooner kind of dude, beautiful right? Voice, beautiful voice, on the piano. Just, yeah. yeah, there used to be a Doesn't lot of guys. Need anything else? Yeah, exactly. But I was trying to think of who else is hmm. sort of like living in that world that John Legend has ruled for so long. I don't know. Yeah, the I don't. know. The only other person I could honestly think of yeah. is Alicia Keys. Yeah, right. Yeah, like yeah. they both write beautiful music. And they evoke like emotion, yeah, which is wonderful and could be heartbreaking yeah. at the exact same time. Yeah, but I don't know, man. He's he's alone there. He's alone there. Can you play a little bit of the beginning for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's just such a beautiful song, too. This is for Chrissy. Was this part live or was this... Uh, I don't know. I had a hard time yeah, telling some you. Some of it, it was, was live, live. Some of it this, was pre-recorded, this, right? Was, this was live more so. We got a good thing, babe. Whenever life is hard, we'll never lose our way. Oh, such a good voice. We both know who we are. Who knows about tomorrow? We don't know what's in the stars. I just know yeah, so good, huh? Jeez. Now I wonder if he told Chrissy that he was singing the song or yeah. if he was like, just watch, it's a surprise. Yeah. He, he, it was written in 2019. Imagine writing this song and then going through what your family went through. Like, I know. Oh my God. You gotta be kidding me. Like, you get that in your pocket. And then you have to go back and sing it. I know, right? Like, yeah, no, 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 I hear you. But that was that was one of the... I like this new... I like award shows like this, man. I so do really I. do. I can't remember. There was and they didn't, else. And they didn't pump crowd sounds in during acceptance speeches, right? Did they? A little? Because I saw the Lizzo acceptance, yeah, and which was awesome, and it's what everybody's talking about today. And I didn't, I don't remember hearing crowd sounds when Lizzo did her acceptance speech. Hi, 
I just want to say um, thank you to Billboard, thank you to Atlantic, thank you to Team Lizzo, thank you to everyone who listened to my music and supported me. I just want to say I've been thinking a lot about suppression and the voices that refused to be suppressed. And I wonder, would I be standing here right now if it weren't for the big black women who refused to have their voices be suppressed? And... I just want to say right now, if you're at home watching this and you are thinking about changing yourself to feel worthy, this is your sign to remain true to who you are. Let me tell y'all something. When people try to suppress something, it's normally because that thing holds power. They're afraid of your power. There's power in who you are. There's power in your voice. So whether it's through music, protest, or your right to vote, use your power, use your voice, and refuse to be suppressed. Thank you so much to Billboard. I love y'all. God bless y'all. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we will go. Uh, yeah, it, right. Yeah, but I liked wonderful. it like that. I liked that there was that they didn't pump uh, fit the fake crowd sounds in. So what I was gonna say is um, Kelly Clarkson, who Kelly Clarkson, who was hosting, yeah. um, was joking about it. Um, if you no, 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 I know. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Had the control panel, yeah, whatever, yeah. But. but I'm just glad that during those moments they didn't do it because it almost seemed more genuine, right? Yeah. Like I, I liked that. I liked that they didn't, you know, sort of mess around with that, you know, with Lizzo because I think that it changed the way people deliver deliver speeches. Like to an empty room, you, you know, sure. you're going to react differently, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the most followed man on Instagram. Did you see this? 200 million followers. No surprise there, though. I know. He's number one in everything else. Number well, one. On, number he, one at the box office. Number one in our hearts. Stop, stop. What? You smell that? Smell what? Oh, shut up. Me and Maury just look at like, what? <laughs> It's cooking up the most followers. What you know about that? <laughs> he is a people's champ. Uh, <laughs> did you see that clip of The Rock walking down the sidewalk? I don't know what was going on, but um, P.K. Subban was sitting at a table. No, I don't know. There's, I a, there's that? a clip. There's a clip. Somebody's filming P.K. and P.K.'s sitting at a at a, a table like on a patio. Yeah. I don't know what they were doing, filming or doing something. And P.K.'s sitting at a table and The Rock walks by. And as he's walking by the sidewalk, he just looks over at PK and he's like, how you doing, PK? And PK's like, I'm good. And then the rock just goes, it doesn't matter what you <laughs> And everybody starts laughing. He's like, oh my God, he got me. Yeah. He got me. Famous. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 200 million followers is uh, what he has on Instagram now. That's crazy. Damn, Maury, good morning. I was, was going to say that what sucks about that is like us regular people, every time my Instagram goes up by 10, I lose 30. Well, because they're all going to the rock. Maybe you should, you, should start, you should start getting some gains. Yeah. Why don't you turn into the rock, like the pebble? Like, why don't you turn the into... pebble, <laughs> did you hear that, Mocha? Why don't you, like, why don't you just... What, why not at this point in your life, what do you got to lose than just picking up something new, like a new hobby, and just say, you know what, for the next year and a half, I'm just going to see how huge I can get. But then I can't call myself the pebble. No, no, but you're still tiny, though. You're not going to gain inches. You're just mass. Like, just start working oh, out. Oh, I thought you wanted me to gain more weight so I look like a pebble. No, no, no. no. Just start working out. Like, what's to stop you? Oh, well, my gym's closed. It doesn't matter. That shouldn't stop you. You do home workouts. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, I have two three-pound weights at home. Start with those. Okay. And then And then time together, I guess, and make one six. Sure. And I then... mean, right now there's holding down a dog's pee pad. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the, you don't let the dog pee in the house, do you? You're not one of those, No, no, are it's you? a safety mat. What do like you mean? in case, Still? like how old is he? Now? No, in case, like for some reason, he had like a night terror or something, and needs to go somewhere and pee. <laughs> what? <laughs> like like if he has a bad dream, yeah, and he needs to go pee somewhere, yeah, then this <laughs> is where you go. Does he use it? No, he hasn't used it in months. No, you should just. You know what you should do? You should only film that. I bet your followers would go through the roof if you oh, did yeah. that. Oh yeah, only film him peeing. No, just every day find out whether he peed or not on the mat. That's yeah. holding your dumbbells down. At, that is fantastic. Live stream the past. Start up a new a new account. Yeah. At did Andy P. Yes. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Coming to America too. This is uh, the Eddie Murphy sequel to Coming to America, which was released. I don't even know when was that. Was eighty eight? Oh, eighty something. Yeah, eighty nine, eighty eight, something like that. Uh, anyway, it is foregoing its theatrical release and going straight to Amazon Prime. Amazon Studios bought oh, the movie wow. for one hundred twenty five million dollars, uh, and it was set to hit theaters on December eighteenth. Amazon decided to keep things simple, and they're now just releasing it on the platform on December eighteenth. Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was uh, 1988. Um, the original? The original. Wow. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. Coming to America yeah. with uh, Arsenio I Hall? Ju- I just watched it the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah, they're showing it on like Paramount Network it's, or something. It's on Netflix. Is it really? Yeah, Coming to America's on Netflix. I am watching with the commercials and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah Coming to America's and on the Netflix. edited bad words. Yeah, where does a king go to find his wife? <laughs> Queens, right? It's such a good movie, man. So, yeah, so look forward to that. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. What are your thoughts on Dexter coming back? Um. Did you watch Dexter? So I have a weird relationship with Dexter. Excuse me. I didn't watch all of Dexter. Okay. There were some soft seasons, but there were some great seasons. My wife, huge fan of Dexter. Okay. So when we met, Dexter was, I think maybe season seven. So I watched season seven and I watched, I guess season eight when it ended or whatever the last season was. Oh. And then I went back and I watched... The goal was to watch from season one. Right. So I watched all of season one, Ice Truck Killer. Yeah. And then I, I just, I, I don't know, I got busy. So you, did you see the John Lithgow season? Did not. Oh, see, that was the best season. Didn't even know he was in it. Yeah, John Lithgow. Because, you know, John Lithgow, he's like, he's, he's family, you yeah. know? He's charming and he's wonderful and he's brilliant. But, you know, John Lithgow is a lot of things, but he's not a killer. <laughs> Oh, and, spoiler alert, and is John, he a killer? Yeah, and John Lithgow, he's the whole oh. season, man. I'm not spoiling anything. The show's oh like God. 15 years old or whatever. I know. I you already have... had two opportunities to go back and watch it. You can't hit me with Dexter spoilers, man. <laughs> okay? For God's sakes, there has to be rules. <laughs> um, John Lithgow season, if you're going to watch a, if you want to get back into Dexter, watch season one yeah. and watch the John Lithgow season because okay. those are the two, like, real standouts. Like, it, he is so incredibly good in that show. It's wild. And Dexter notoriously had one of the... It ranks up there with Seinfeld as having one of the worst final episodes oh, for a show. Yeah. It was terrible. As a casual and, fan, oh, I can even say. Oh! I was, uh, I was very disappointed. 
in the way Dexter ended. Yeah. So Showtime is bringing Dexter back for 10 episodes in a limited series. Michael C. Hall's coming back as Dexter Morgan. Um, they're going to go into production early next year. Okay. And this is... So what? When did they wrap it up? I guess it was like... What was it, like five, six years ago, Something the last like that, season yeah. of Dexter aired? Okay. It seems longer, though. So what? Are they going to pick up? They have to, I guess, pick up. Yeah. I, 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 that I don't know. I don't know. I imagine that they want to make good on All how terrible later? the show ended. I completely forgot about it. Yeah. So they now say. Reigniting the anger. It ended in 20, really 2013? That wow. Re- that recent? Uh, they say um, seven years. Bro. They say, I know. They say <laughs> timing. You know, t- uh, you and I, you and I count time differently, bro. Okay, <laughs> we know that. Yeah. Uh, they say we would only revisit this unique character if we could find a creative take that was truly worthy of the brilliant original series. Well, I'm happy to report that Clyde Phillip and Michael C. Hall have found it, and we can't wait to shoot it and show it to the world. So it's set to debut next fall. So about a year from now. Had but Michael. C- see Hall done anything else? Yeah, he's done a couple of Dexter? things. He's, yeah, he's yeah. popped up in a couple of things. One thing that I really enjoyed, I don't remember what it was though, but he'll always just be Dexter. But the interesting thing was is that Dexter fans, when Dexter started, they all had a problem because they only remember Michael C. Hall from Six Feet Under. Oh, which I, I, nev- which I never watched Six Feet Under. So I had no idea. I had never really even been introduced to huh. Michael C. Hall before. Is that Michael C. Hall? Yeah, yeah. Michael C. Hall before. Um, so I'd never even really knew him from anything else. So he was only be Dexter to me. Uh, but he's done, a, he's done a couple of things. But yeah, I'm, I mean, what is it more? He was uh, recently in The Crown. Oh, yeah. Was he really? Oh, yeah, he played Kennedy in The Crown. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I'm watch I pay attention to The Crown. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Dexter is coming back, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> you okay? Oh, that one hurt. Oh, no. I'm not good at sneezing. Are you seeing two, stars? Two things I'm not good at. I'm not good at sneezing and I'm not good at hiccuping. I make well, I, I make an unholy sound when I hiccup. What does it's it sound like? like? Uh, oh no! Yeah, really? it's you know what it sounds like. It sounds like the thing that gives you night terrors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like it's not good. And and I, I've always hiccuped. I've always like hiccuped that way. Uh-huh. Where it's like I just like I, I don't even know what it is. It's like a convulsion that I have, and it you just makes a it makes a sound. Oh, I right? hate hiccuping. How long I does it usually it last? Uh, it depends. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes a couple minutes, but then they'll just like they'll go and they'll come back and they'll go and they'll come back and they'll go and they'll come back. Like, like a when, ghost. When I, yeah, when, like not like a ghost. It's not a possession. <laughs> I, almost, I almost got you. To agree. <laughs> no, I almost got it's you. Not to agree. A, it's not a possession, man. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what causes your hiccups? Yeah, for it's me, a it's spasm in the diaphragm, right? Oh, no, like there's certain things that give it to you. Like if I eat a hard-boiled egg, I'll get hiccups. You get hiccups from a hard-boiled egg? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know if I've ever tracked my hiccups. Uh, I don't think anything really gives me hiccups. I know sometimes yeah. when people, I know sometimes when people eat like hot peppers and stuff like that, they'll get they the get hiccups. It, yeah, because yeah, your body's just rejecting it, right? Mm. Like it's just crazy. But, but no. do you do anything like you try to chug like a glass of water or anything, no. or you it's just like that hope, hope that stuff. it passes? No, you have no to I, I always see brown paper bag. No, I always see that as a sign of weakness. To be honest with you, what a to remedy? Me, yeah, to me, hiccup what? remedies are a sign of weakness <laughs> because I think that you should just be able to deal with the hiccups. To me, a hiccup is not something that needs immediate like attention medically or some sort of like pseudo 
clients. Like when I start seeing people that have the hiccups yeah. and then some, everybody starts jumping in, oh, do this, do this. I'm like, it's just the hiccups, man. You, or you well, hold I your breath. It's just the yeah, hiccups. Yeah, or you hold your breath. I guess it no. depends on, like, let's say how long the hiccup is lasting yeah. and what you're doing in the moment. Right. Like if it's like interrupting your day. How is it interrupting your because day? How you weak are you the hiccups? Eggs, so no, I hold no, my no, breath no. in. No, that's a sign of weakness. No, okay, so out of, after this show yeah. and you go to film ET Canada, yeah. right? Yeah. If you catch a case of the hiccups and you got to interview some big star, don't you want to like a remedy quickly so you don't have to, so you're no. not hiccuping through the... Dude, no. that would you be think, a funny what, interview. What do you think I'm going to do? You think I'm going to stand there in front of people and drink a glass of water upside down? No. <laughs> You think no. I'm going to do that? No, like that's before, more embarrassing than the hiccups. No, before you get, before you start no. doing what your your on camera stuff. No, no. How do you do that no. without spilling the water? Wait, if you're wait, that's down. the whole thing because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. So when you hiccup, like your whole body convulses. Oh, I go like this. <laughs> When How I does hiccup. find that attractive? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I get the hiccups the other day. Catherine almost left me. <laughs> Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Hi, Maddie. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Good. How are you? Good. How old are you, Maddie? I'm 29. Maddie, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razumoka, fix my life. I feel like I'm running in circles. My life is not moving forward. My friends are moving ahead by getting married, buying houses, etc. I feel no matter what I do, I keep ending up single and living at my parents' house. I save all the money and don't party, but I still don't have enough money for a down payment. Uh, the guys I go on dates with see me as a friend, but not a lover. How do I keep going and not give up and become a monk? Wow, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot. So, like, which one do you want to tackle first? What's the, the end game for you? What's the goal? All of it or, like, one at a time? I mean, ideally, it would be all of it, right? Maybe, like, step one would be, like, moving out. So why don't you concentrate on those things? Like, create, like, a, like a list, the order that you want to start taking things off those lists. I, I did. Like, I am working on it, right? Like, I save a lot of money like I thought this would be a good time to like buy a house and because of COVID like the uh, housing prices were going down so I thought like this is my chance to finally move out it's it's just so demotivating that I don't have enough motivation to do anything and maybe the best solution is to just give it give it all up what do you mean give, give it all up what does that mean give it all up like give up the dream of like moving out or living on my own and just accept that I'm just going to live with my parents until I die. Okay. That's not well, going to, that's not going to happen, sweetheart. That's not the right attitude no. to have. Um, okay. So what are your, like, are your goals reasonable goals? Like that, I, I think that what winds up happening is the goals and expectations that you set for yourself at a point in your life aren't easily attainable within a period of time that is going to make you feel like you've succeeded in something. So maybe the goal right now, and I, I know you don't want to rent, but why aren't you renting? Why aren't you out living on your own, just renting an apartment? Um, well, my parents are not supportive of that um, because what they you, think like, why would you um, rent on your own and live on your own and not save that money and buy your own place? When did, you, how, when did your parents buy their first place? Not until they were pretty late in their 40s. Okay, but, but what, what year? What, what are we talking here? Um, 2009. Okay, so your parents in 2009 bought their first house and they bought it together when the market was much less 
insane as it is right now. So your parents were in their 40s before they could afford to put a down payment and buy their own house. And they're giving you grief because you haven't achieved that at 29? Well, my parents are not giving me grief about that. Maybe a little bit. But why why won't they let you rent it? Why won't they let you rent? Why won't they let you just move out? Because they just think it's stupid for me to rent it when I could just live at home for free and it's in the same city. What do you want to do? Uh, like, do you want home ownership or do you want a little bit of freedom? A little bit of freedom. Okay. Then there's your, there's your answer. This isn't about a down payment. This is about altering the plan because if your plan is freedom and you were originally going to get free, a little bit of freedom from buying your own place. And that was going to be unbelievably satisfying to you. The feeling of satisfaction can also come from renting a place because what you're looking for is a little independence. You're looking to stand on your own two feet. You're looking to make all your own decisions and you're looking to put a little distance between you and your parents. You're almost 30 years old. Okay. And so if it's a little bit of freedom that you want, that is easily attainable very easily attainable. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to the love life, you have to take stock in what you have to offer. And I'm not saying you don't have a lot to offer, but you have to be sort of look at your own situation. And that at 29 years old, the dating pool that you're in, if you're dating people in and around your age, let's say you meet a guy who's 33 and he may not be wildly successful. He may not may be anything else, but the, the, the logistics of dating somebody who's 29, who still lives at home sort of become difficult for some people. You know, maybe that's a problem that they don't want to deal with. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that's the answer to all your problems is just renting an apartment. But I think that what's happening is you've just set these, these unattainable goals for yourself. And because you can't achieve them, you're looking at yourself as a failure and you shouldn't be looking at yourself like that. And you shouldn't be comparing your success to everybody around you because you're going to be miserable about it. I did that for years. I was so competitive and obsessive about my friends' successes that I couldn't be happy for a friend of mine if they got a promotion at work and advanced and I didn't, even if they worked at a bank Really? Like even if they did wow. something that I was not interested in, didn't care about and had no idea what it meant to be successful in that line of work. If they told me that they got a raise or a promotion, I wouldn't show up for drinks that night with them to celebrate. Really? No, I was oh, so man. wildly competitive that I only judged my own successes against everybody else who was in my circle. And it drove me crazy. And you got to stop doing that. It's a, it's a, it's a loser's game. Mm-hmm. And nothing wrong with renting. I did it for years, yeah, years before I was able to buy my own place. And if it's the independence that you are seeking, uh, then I, I, I think you should just go for it. Yeah, I think that's good advice. Thank you. Okay, switch your goals up a little bit and just put put some things forward that are attainable for you that are going to give you the sense of accomplishment uh, because there's no greater motivator to tackle the next thing than accomplishment. So you need to start crushing your goals. You need to set goals and you need to crush them. And then once you do that, you're going to get motivated as all hell. And then you're going to be you're going to be in a really great place. You're going to stop looking at yourself as a comparable to your friend's successes. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't compare myself to, like, other people very much. Like, that, was I'm the very fir- that was the first line of your note to us. I no. feel like I'm, you said this, I feel like I'm running in circles. My life is not moving forward. My friends are moving ahead by getting married, buying houses, etc. And I feel no matter what I do, I keep ending up single and living at my parents' house. The second sentence in your letter to us, you compared yourself to your friends. Yeah, see, that's the second line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> All right, Maddie, you know what to do. Uh, Maddie, we love you. All right. Thank All right. You. you take care, man. You too. Bye-bye. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Man, I don't know about this weather. It's so weird. When we got here this morning, it was 17 degrees. Yeah. And it's down to 14, and they're saying we're supposed to get up to 18 today. But I don't know. Jeez. Not rain all day. No, going to be windy. I, I think it was... No, it's supposed to be... I think it was eight, It was like 18 when we came in. That was the high. It was one of those weird days where at 4 o'clock in the morning was the high for the day. So odd. It's so weird. kind of gives you a bellyache when it's that <laughs> much of a fluctuation. Oh, my God. You want to talk bellyache? Yeah, please. You ever have one of those days where you make an eating mistake, you're so hungry, you eat something very, very quickly, and then you don't give your body like your brain doesn't tell your stomach that you're full okay yeah and then you keep eating yeah like, more, more he's holding up all the food he has oh my God. just yesterday, to get him through the end of the show <laughs> yesterday i go home and i eat a hamburger yeah a thick hamburger Good for you and i was still like i felt starving and then i immediately had a big bowl of pasta yeah. and like 20 minutes Good later i was sweating and i was bloated and i was like i sh- I should have waited. After the burger, I should have waited. I don't know what's going on with us. I really don't. I I make hamburgers a lot at home. And I would always start off and I'd make the girls their burgers and then I'd have a burger. And then I made the girls their burgers and then I would make myself a double burger. Mm-hmm. And then I would rock the double burger for a little while. And now I'm at the point of where last night I made the girls their burgers. I made myself a double cheeseburger and I added a hot dog to it oh. on the side. <laughs> so I'm now at the point of where I'm a double burger plus hot dog guy. <laughs> Excellent. Where this started out as single burger, <laughs> yeah, right? No, little, little, little lettuce. I can't, I can't compete with that. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, yo, we're waiting. Hurry up. What? <laughs> just Put that kind of pressure on me. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> man. on your face just now. I know. <laughs> Don't do that, man. My heart can't yeah, take it. You look so stressed. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I am stressed. I'm always a little stressed. <laughs> Sorry, man. All right, hey, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news! A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Kanye West debuted his first uh, 2020 presidential ad uh, three weeks before the election. Here's a little bit of Kanye. America. America. What is America's destiny? What is best for our nation, our people? What is just? true justice we have to think about all these things together as a people to contemplate our future to live up to our dream we must have vision we as a people will revive our nation's commitment to faith to what our constitution calls the free exercise of religion Mm -hmm. including of course prayer through prayer faith can be restored we as a people are called to a greater purpose than ourselves. We are not only a beacon to the world, but we should be servants to each other. To in- um, yeah. I thought he gave up on no. running for president. No. No, it's weird because on huh. some of the ballots, he's listed as vi- a vice presidential candidate to somebody else who's actually running for president. Oh. On some of the ballots that I've seen where people have reposted them online. So I don't know what his current situation is. Like he's spending all this money. He's still spending a ton of money, yeah. And yeah. he thinks that within the next three weeks... He's going to get enough votes? No, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. It's Kanye, man. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, he's. God knows how much money he's spending. I mean, he, he has money. Or let's not be foolish I know, here. But like, but 
Use it wisely, bro. Well, thank you. Uh, if you notice that black Trump is uh, trending today, let me explain it to you. Please. <laughs> Please do. So Twitter started ripping down accounts that broke the rules on spam and platform manipulation. Many of the accounts used uh, identical language, including the phrase, quote, yes, I'm black and I'm voting for Trump. Okay. So Twitter has not specified the actual number of accounts suspended so far. Uh, however, a social media um, disinformation center at Clemson University found that more than two dozen such accounts, which had generated some 265,000 retweets or mentions. What? Some of these bot accounts had up to 25,000 followers and they were only in existence for like a couple of days. Really? So if you're wondering why black Trump trended all day, it's because it was was all these bot accounts that were claiming to be black people who were in favor of Trump and they were all using the same language and like they like the even the icon pictures that were they used the no they were just black guys from like news articles yeah that they just ripped the picture and then created these accounts but that's how fast it happened so it was like 24 hours that these accounts were active and they already had 265,000 repeat retweets and mentions wow yeah that's how fast it happens John Tory responding to this uh, wild TTC story. So there was a TTC rider. Um, it's in there for you, Maury. Just yep. put it in. Um, TTC rider uh, named Victoria had tweeted a picture of a bus that she was on. And she said, basically, how are you supposed to social distance under these conditions? And then the TTC replied to her and said, hi, Victoria, as the city reopens, social distancing will no longer be possible on our vehicles. As such, if you feel that while you're in a vehicle, you are that it's overcrowded, I would suggest getting off and boarding the next one. Apologies for the inconvenience. Mm. So this is uh, Mayor John Tory. First of all, Vicari sounds like quite a transit expert because she rattles off those bus route numbers and so on. But having said all that, uh, the tweet back to her was insensitive. And, and, and I will make sure that is conveyed to the TTC today because to just say get on the next bus is not it, 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 it is not a, a, a sensitive kind of answer to a very difficult circumstance for riders, but also for us. And, now, and moving on to our when I, I say our situation, the TTC situation, they are presently operating 95 percent of normal service, carrying half the riders. And they are deploying up more than 100 extra buses on some of these crowded bus routes to take account of the fact that you want to do your best to allow people to have as much distance between themselves as possible. But even with the 100 extra buses, even with the 95% service level for half the ridership, they're in a situation where 92% of bus trips contain less than 25 people, meaning for 92% of bus trips, the bus is less than half full. So they're right then, right? Like he just said, like that's a lot of numbers. He didn't, he didn't say, I gotta go back and listen. Know. He didn't say they were wrong. Down. He just said that they were insensitive. Yeah, I don't agree with the tweet, but the 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 thing is, when it comes to a city like Toronto, we're already not overpopulated. There's a lot of people in this city, there right? Is, there is. And there's a lot of people who rely on the TTC to get to and from work, yeah. and that's your only option. Yeah, right. And you run on a schedule. TTC runs on a schedule. You get on the bus that you need to be on. Waiting for the next bus is just not an option for a lot of people. No. Right? And it shouldn't no. be an option no. for a lot of people. And this is the new way of living. People are going to be shoulder to shoulder, whether mm -hmm. it's safe or not. I'm not the expert. Um, but people got to get to where they got to go. Uh, yeah, and yeah. they got to do it in the safest way possible. Yeah. Bye, Victoria. Right? That's basically what they said. Yeah, totally. Right? Yeah. Wait for the next one. Yeah. Nah. Nah, man. Nah. nah, Victoria got places to go. She's got bills to pay. She got to get to get to work. Um, Kamala Harris on Rachel Maddow on MSNBC last night 
uh, talking about the fly on during the debate. Oh, that's a hot topic? It's a hot topic. I, I would kick myself if I didn't just ask you, uh, before I let you go, if you noticed the fly on Vice President Pence's head at the time during the, <laughs> All debate, right, the debate, or if that was something that only... Oh, could, we could see it at home. Could you see it sitting next to him? Oh, no. <laughs> did, did you have feelings about, like, did you have the instinct to... <laughs> oh, she's not saying anything, huh? <laughs> you know, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I just, you know, I think that it's important that we kind of... Um, Find a way, all of us, to move on. Just got a and laugh. you know, kind of fly away from this subject onto something oh, else. No. I see what you did yeah. there. Fly away from the yeah. subject onto something else. My favorite tweet that I saw during for all of that, the fly, was when somebody had said that for Mike Mike Pence that that may be the most elaborate example of an old white guy trying to prove that he has a black friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, 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 you didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. That's not a real tweet. That's not a real tweet. Oh, bro, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, television tonight is going to be weird because it was supposed to be a debate and then Trump refused to do the debate. And then so ABC said, OK, Joe Biden, let's do a town hall. And if you're wondering why on Twitter everybody is furious with NBC is because NBC then accepted Trump's idea of doing a Donald Trump town hall on the same night at the same time as ABC oh, is doing no. Joe Biden. So, so everyone got to choose. This is why a lot of people are very mad at NBC today. Because and yesterday I saw a yeah. boycott NBC yes. and then boycott MSNBC yes. trending pretty high. Yes, that's why. Is because oh. they, they feel that you're now splitting the audience. And what Donald Trump is doing is Donald Trump is doing what Donald Trump does Best. He doesn't do a lot of things good, but what he does is he knows how to play media when given the opportunity, and he's just going to turn this into a ratings war. Yeah. You know, he's going to come out the next day, and he's going to see the numbers, and he's going to claim that as some sort of massive victory, if it is, if that is in fact the case. But that's the that's why NBC uh, was trending a boycott NBC is because mm. people are very upset that they're putting this on at the same time as the um, Joe Biden one. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Absolutely. What is your question? I was wondering what expensive kitchen gadget you guys think is worth it? Mm. Like what's one kitchen splurge you stand by? Well, what's your answer? Do you have one or are you looking to us to answer, which may help make your decision? I've previously splurged on a KitchenAid stand mixer, mm-hmm. and it has been a godsend, and I love it. Yeah. But we're looking into, like, other gadgets, like espresso machines or maybe, like, a sous vide machine. So we're just, ah, sous vide. 
We got a lot of things on our list, and See, we're wondering where, where to go first. It depends, for me, at least, it depends on what it is you're looking to do in the kitchen or what it is you enjoy or what it is you are looking to do the most with. So I think, mm-hmm. Stephanie, I'm assuming you do a lot of baking or your family does a lot of baking or a lot of things that would use, utilize a, a stand mixer. Um, yes. Right? So I think something like that, when you know you're going to be using it a lot, I would say invest the money now and buy something that is going to give you years and years and years of use. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Jeez. It's tough. I'm, I'm like very anti-gadget, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I really am. Um, I, every sort of espresso machine frother grinder thing. I, <laughs> somebody's bought me as a gift or whatever it was, or yeah. I inherited them. Uh, they never even get time on the counter. Really? They go into storage and then I sell them or I give them away to somebody else. I, I can't stand any of that fuss in my life. Um, Catherine uses the KitchenAid um, mixer. She does a lot of baking, so yeah. she li- she likes that. Same with Jenna. She's using, we, that, you got an email, girl. Oh, or was that me? Who got the email? No, that was me. Oh, I got okay. an email. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, she, she loves it. She loves the, she loves that stuff. Uh, for me, uh, definitely the sous vide is a game changer. If, if you're going to spend money on anything that is mm-hmm. going to really change the way you cook, that is the number one thing that I would recommend that you get. If you're a meat eater or you can do a lot of other stuff in them as well, but meat is a, it's a game changer sous vide first. Uh, and then for me, what I do is if I have to spend money on things, I spend money on the things that I use consistently as opposed to the things that I use every now and then. Uh, you know, like the hand wand mixer, yep. right? That thing. I've been yeah. through three of them now because, wow. they're, because they're super cheap and mm-hmm. it, it makes no difference to me. I, I beat it up. Like, it's just fine. If it breaks, it breaks. And then I just or I go on Amazon and I order a new one. It's there the next day. No problem. So I don't spend money on stuff like that. What I spend money on is stuff like knives. Right? That was gonna be mm. my next thing. Like my it's next, the stuff uh, that I Stephanie, use. Yeah. yeah, it's the stuff that I use every single day. It's like I have two pans that I paid an extraordinary amount of money for, and I use them with everything. I do every single thing in these same two in these same two pans. So I don't I don't have like cheap cooking ware and you know mall knives kind of thing. Not that mall knives are bad, but you know what I mean, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I spend a lot of money on knives and pots and pans as opposed to the gadgets because yeah. a food processor, regardless, a, a $50 food processor is going to pretty much do what a $300 food processor does if you're if you're only using it, you know, casually in the kitchen. Like Catherine bought one of those. What are those super expensive blenders called? The that you can make Vitamix? soup in. Yeah, the Vitamix. Yeah, like there's Ka- the Vitamix and then yeah. there's the Ninja. Uh, no, 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 no. The Vitamix. The she bought one. the Vitamix. Yeah. And it sounds like a jet engine taking off yeah, this yeah. thing. And she used it every day for about three months. And now it has not seen the light of day in about a year and a half. Really? Yeah. yeah. We oh, actually okay. use our, we have a Vitamix. Uh, and we use ours like a lot during yeah. the week. Jenna uses it a ton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's interesting. Mixer. I would say like kind of look at your, your situation at home, Stephanie, and like what it is you're, you're using the most and spend the money on that stuff because it'll like i guess save in the long run yeah what do you have at yeah, home been... do, you, do you got are you gadget guys matthew swears by the instapot because the thing with the instapot is, is the you Instapot? Can, the Insta- like a slow cooker the, the, no it's more the pressure cooker oh okay um which it's safe because there's a do 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 sound sure. and it locks it and okay. you can't t- turn it on unless it's locked okay but the thing with that is with the lid off you can use the inside first to actually cook uh the saute things 
then put all the stuff in it, then seal it. So you can do two things kind of in one. Right. Just do everything right, right. in that. Yeah, like oh, he okay. swears, and you can put a whole butternut squash in there, mm. a mm. whole squash. Mm. But no other gadgets, though, right? Because to me, that's that's a, well, the that's... espresso machine is our favorite. Oh, you guys have an espresso machine. Doesn't it take up too much room in your no, counter? No, it's though? so slim, and it goes right near where all of our recipe books are. Really, huh? Yeah. I always tell Roxy, I'm like, if we ever do a father daughter sort Express of machine? no like what they where we have to answer questions about each other oh yeah, yeah. Or like on a game show uh -huh. and i'm like if anybody if the question is what's your dad's favorite kitchen gadget or kitchen tool thing in the kitchen she knows what mine is which okay. is which is i have a flat topped wooden spoon oh yeah that is my favorite thing in my kitchen i use it for everything really? every single thing that i cook yeah i that is the first tool that i go to really? it's a sharp wooden flat top sort of spoon with like a flat angle top on yeah. it and it's thick and it's heavy it's wood and it's burned to hell and really? i beat this thing Aww. up it is my number one favorite kitchen tool that i have above my knives how long above have you had it? everything oh god 10 years yeah 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 10 can years? i recommend something yeah you should stop using that why that spoon why or when you're when it's reached its its life limit yeah hang on to it I'm going to find uh, I'm going to find some sort of like artisan woodworking guy who makes custom wood things to I'm going to send it to him and I'm going to make replicas. I'm going to get replicas made. No, no, no. Because I don't know what kind of wood it is. Because I know how much you love that spoon. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. Hang on to it mm -hmm. for the purpose, whether she cares or not. I'm sure she will at some point because she is a super sweet kid. Mm -hmm. If Roxy were to have that spoon, mm -hmm. not to use, but just to hang on to. I'm having it cremated with me. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never mind. She already, know, she already knows that. <laughs> uh, I thought, just hearing the, the joy that it brings, the spoon. Yeah, and I don't want to part with it. I think Roxy would she's love, got her own stuff. love nah, to have she's that. She's got her own stuff. She's got oh, lots dude, of dude, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I do worry that it's going to, I do worry that it's going to disintegrate on me one That's day. That's what I'm I really, saying. I really Hang do. on to it, bro. Yeah, see, I don't have, this is my I thing, though. I thought Loco was going to say have it framed. No. Yeah, even something like that. For but sentimental it, values for Roxy. I am not, I've, we've talked about this so many times on the show, I'm not a sentimental guy. You're like on it, like you I, have no heart. I do, I have no the things have very little sentimental value to me. Really, like very little. I'm not a. I don't look at things and say I want to pass that off to to Roxy. Like I yeah. don't. I don't have things that I own. Right, clothes, whatever. I have no emotional attachment to really. No, you to don't. Any, to but anything. Roxy, knowing how much you love this spoon, may one day yeah. hang on to that spoon and be like, man, my dad. Like adored that, that, this spoon that, sure. and loved it so much. Then that's up to her, and it means so much to me to right. have it. But I'm not going to not use it because oh. that may one day happen. <laughs> yeah, there was one time. <laughs> so when Jenna and I bought our first home together, right? Yeah. And we moved in, and I was acquiring. My dad knew I wanted to buy all these tools because now we had the space for me to load up the garage with tools. Yeah. When I was growing up, my dad had this red toolbox that he got like a small handled top yeah okay, like, I you can get them from anywhere yeah, Home Depot, yeah, Canadian yeah. Tire, wherever. Like a mastercraft so he had one and it was old and it was beat up and it was rusted and like that's all i think about when i think about my dad doing any type of work around the house or in the mm -hmm. garage right working on the car so when we bought our home my dad bought me a red toolbox oh, just like the one he had yeah. for all these years bro i almost broke down 
yeah, and started crying as soon as as soon as I saw I that toolbox that he gave to me. Yeah. Like all these memories just started flooding my brain. I almost broke down. Do you use it? I all the time. All the time. All the time. You all do, my huh? stuff's in there. Yeah. Really? That's so my dad sweet. gave me his toolbox when I got my first apartment. For what? And then he was super pissed at what I used it for. What'd you use it for? I started using it for my silver dollar collection and baseball cards and all my Canadian <laughs> tire money and and my old. Hold on, how old were you when you moved out? Twelve. Eighteen and my movie stub collection. I still, I still have, and it's still full of all my old movie stubs yeah. and my my bus token collection. My dad no! was, my dad was livid. He's like, he, what kind of a man are you that I'm giving you a toolbox and you're using it for your your ticket stubs? I know, but he should at least thrown a couple wrenches and a screwdriver in there for you. Oh, he did. Oh. But, and then that also pissed him off that when he would come over and help me, he'd be like, go Where's get the... me this screwdriver. He'd be like, star flat. Right, what is that? No, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, that's that's tough. Yeah, but I don't have like, and even with my dad, it's interesting because when you tell that story, Mocha, that there was even when my dad died, like there was nothing that I even went to go and like At all. find. No, hmm. no, like I, I'm not a, I'm not a sentimental person. But when don't it you? Comes wouldn't you want to have things. his like favorite fedora? No, I did. You know, I, I, no. I don't know if his dad wore fedoras. Yeah, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> so no, um, no. Like I don't. There's there was really sort of like there was really nothing. Like I never had that thing where I'm like, oh, this reminds me so much of of him. Or if he were to give me something, it would have like it would have meant a or lot. Or like his boots, like that way you could keep them in a shelf, and then you'd be like, those are my dad's boots. <laughs> Honestly, he wore slippers. Like the man never wore boots, right? And even with him, he would go through five pairs of slippers a year, yeah. right? So I'm like. Like road salt all over them because he wore them in January, right? Like, like I, like there was just no sort of sentimental things, yeah. and so I don't know. Are you still on the phone? Yeah. Oh my god, I completely <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I'm hey. so sorry. <laughs> Stephanie, thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, you take care. Bye. Bye, guys. Oh, man. All do right. you ever, do you ever, like, I do this. Do you ever do this at your mom's? Like, every time you go and visit your mom, you bring something of yours and hide it somewhere so there's a piece of you at the house? Like, every time I go to my dad's place, I leave a little bit of me there. Right. Like what? Like pee on the seat? Or <laughs> what do you mean? No, like, I'll bring, like, uh, like an old cassette or a, a newspaper clipping or something and you're junking up this man's house every and i'll time leave it somewhere there? so that like you know that way i you know they don't forget who i am no. like you leave it in plain sight for no them no to i'll see, go upstairs and i'll like it. put it in like i'll put it on the dresser or something or i'll put it somewhere where it looks like it was always there no I don't do that. <laughs> um. You know what's so weird? That's like, you know when, um, like, serial killers will leave something at the scene of the crime? Yeah, that's like evidence. A, yeah, yeah. As, as, not as evidence, card. but as, like, calling their calling card, card to yeah, be like, yo, yeah, I was yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't. No, I don't do that. I, my brother used to mess with my mom, though, but, like, he would go to her house and then... Like she would have like fig my mom had like figurines of like dogs and whatever else. Yeah. I don't know, like ceramic dogs or some crap like that. And my brother would go over and <laughs> he would just special? do things where he would just like take all the dogs, but he would just like face them all backwards. So they were facing the back <laughs> of the shelf. Yeah. Right. And just like little things like that. Or like he would like yeah. he would just find like family pictures and he would turn one of them upside down and like rehang it on the wall. <laughs> like all of the, it's no wonder my mom believes in ghosts. She considers in haunted houses. But my brother would do stuff like that, like where he if he went over, his sort of footprint on the house would be yeah. my mom would for spend six months noticing things that were just weird. But she thought it was 
ghost. Well, this is why. My mom's still... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, so he used to do that. Um, so funny. But he didn't... Uh, but I, I don't do... I don't leave things Because at my the last time house. I was there, he brought up this whole box of all the memorabilia of my childhood and he was like do you want any of this yeah like what was in it like our, our all of our photographs from our trip to memphis one of my favorite trips were our road trip to memphis and <laughs> all my sounds, sounds fun all my like you know trophies from when i was real like played hockey trophies <laughs> <laughs> trophies okay well i was on a winning team yes and he's like do you want any of this i'm gonna get rid of it and i was just like you're like this is you're getting rid of everything that's me in this house yeah that's true so that's too. where i that's then started True. hiding things so that at least I'm still there. You should just slowly bring all that stuff in the box back. Well, <laughs> that's what I would do. And then next year he's going to fill one. that box up again. He goes, I found a whole bunch of more trophies of yours. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I would just, just smuggle. bringing it back. Yeah, I would just smuggle things. I would just smuggle things back into the house. Yeah. Why don't you just take all your trophies and start displaying them at home in the condo? No, oh, they down, they're God. down in the cage Matthew with all of never. my uh, other. What would Matthew say? Oh, he put them down in the cage with all my oh, other he's toys. He's the one that put them away. Yes, he's he like, this doesn't never run. allow trophies. No, his in words that were, house? "You didn't earn those." Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see here. B asks, "What's the best thing you've ever done for your mental health?" Oh my God, that's a deep question. I the the times that I used to do um, meditation. Yeah, I would say for me. Lately, it definitely has been meditation. Every night before I go to bed, mm -hmm. I, I take 10 minutes and I use the, the Calm app mm -hmm. and I put in my AirPods and mm -hmm. I do that. And I swear, I don't know if it actually does the trick. I'm already tired throughout the day, so I can fall asleep instantly anyway. Mm -hmm. But something about this app, I'm convinced when listening to these, uh, some of these, these meditations, like mm -hmm. I am at the most relaxed when I close my eyes for the night, I, don't and I think wake it's up a, feeling it's refreshed. It's much about being relaxed as it is clearing your mind and taking your mind away from things that stress you out. Probably, maybe, right? yeah. Like that's that that's what it should do. Another thing um, I would say, especially lately, is trying to stay away from social media a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not checking. I find I don't check Twitter or Instagram. Those are really the two that I only go to. Mm -hmm. I don't check the two of them either of them as much during the day as i used to mm -hmm. in the past couple of weeks i'd say in the past two weeks i've really <laughs> really cut back my time using those those apps i'm gonna say the best thing that i did for my mental health was clearing debt yeah oh yeah, yeah. that too clearing debt was the was i think that the best i i i i never i i sleep better yeah with no with it's it was such it was such a game changer because not that not that i constantly worried about money or things, but I just, I, I never liked owing. I never liked owing somebody anything. And getting rid of debt brings a sort of certain freedom. Um, and I don't get me wrong, I know I'm in a very, very, you know, wonderful situation. And I'm not saying that this is something that other people can, you know, achieve. But I'm saying for me, I was so obsessive with not owing anything mm -hmm. that I spent years just sort of clearing all the debt that I did that I did have and I just I'm, I'm I feel like a freer human being right now yeah where and I say freer in the sense that if everything went to hell because I'm at like sort of doomsdayer right like I say you know in my head constantly if I lose this job if I lose this job if it all went hell if it all went to hell tomorrow where would I be mm -hmm. you know what situation would I be in and for me the goal was to just if it all did go to hell to be able to wake up in the morning and not be stressed. Yeah. Right? 
And so that's how I sort of built my life was so crushing debt was the was the, the best thing that I did for I would say my mental health or future mental health. Uh, and then the other thing is just I, I, I really have done away with any of the toxic relationships that I've had. And I no longer feel obligated to speak to people that I had been friends with for years. Yeah. So I really, really pared down the amount of people that I sort of let into the closeness of my life because there was a lot of people that just weren't healthy. And yeah. I think that happens awful. to a lot of people, though, as you as you get older, you kind of like recognize um, the relationships that you have with people and kind of like how it's progressed over the years. And yeah. then you make that decision. Yeah. Just like what you did yeah. to to step away or to back away a yeah. little bit. I've done that too. Yeah, because I, I had some real, I, I had some, real, I was, I've been in relationships in my life that were just really, really awful relationships, like mm-hmm. re, like quite terrible relationships and f- both, both friendships and sort of like romantic relationships. But I've had some really terrible friendships before and you sort of get locked into these things where you don't even know where it's going. And because I'm so malleable at times, um, when I was when I was younger, that I would get myself into situations that I wasn't even comfortable in, but because I liked the sort of way that these people made me feel. Yeah. Right? And they saw something in me that I didn't see, but then it turned out to what they saw in me not only didn't exist, but it was something that was quite awful. And then so I would go along with these things and get myself into these situations and and take these sort of paths in life that were really, really awful, like Mm. really, truly, truly awful. And so getting rid of all of that was probably the best thing that I did personally with with relationships uh, for my mental health. Sarah asks, what is your go-to comfort food or meal? I love it when we talk food. I'm pretty sure we answered something similar uh, to this recently. Interesting. Comfort food. Like, I mean, it depends. Uh, what makes you comfy may not make me comfy. No, I know, but like, right? let's say a slice of pizza for me would make any day, whether it's a good day or a bad day, even better. Really, huh? Yeah, a slice Interesting. of pizza. Interesting. Um, a hamburger would make things great. Pasta always, always, always brightens my day. Really, huh? Yeah. Okay, okay. Things Maury? like that. Pierogies. Pierogies. Oh yeah, you um, love pierogies. How do you how do you prepare your pierogies? What do you do? Just straight up boil and then or boil, what do you do? And then if there's leftovers the next day I'll just nuke the mic like put them in the microwave. But you don't pan fry after. You don't no, boil never. and then I don't pan like fry. Crisp, no, I don't you like don't. I like you them, like them soft, huh? Love soft pierogies. Yeah, interesting. Huh. Because like I need sort of a, a glob of mustard on the side. Mustard. See, the yeah. way I do pierogies is just classic, right? Mm-hmm. I, I boil the pierogies, strain them out, dry them out. Right, so there's no water on the on the top of them, and as that's happening, I fry up my bacon, and then I take my bacon out of the pan, oh. and I cr- and I cut up the bacon, yeah. and then I throw the onions and the pierogies into the bacon fat, oh and fry them up God, in the bacon yes. fat, and then throw that on a plate, little sour cream, bacon, and green onion on top. If I order them, I'll do the bacon and stuff, but if, if I'm making it at home, you I don't just, you don't fry them up I just though, want huh? My pierogies now, really? We need like a portable stove in here, man. I know, oh, my, like, I know. Stove like one of those camping ones. Yeah, but I I, I do. I do, it's, it's, I do like pierogies. I really do. My um, second was going to be mac and cheese, but the place I used to order my favorite truffle mac and cheese, it's shut down. But what about just like a regular box of craft dinner? All the time, every week. Oh my yeah, God. like that, do, that, huh? that is so comforting. Oh my you God. You think so, huh? Yeah, yeah. I love oh, I would be so craft so mac and cheese. I would be so stressed. Yo, when I used to come if home. If I ate a box of mac and cheese, I'd be so stressed. Really? The, the, the farthest thing from comfortable. The farthest thing from when comfortable. When I used to come home from school, back in high school, and I would make like two boxes of mac and cheese yeah. for one sitting. Oh, just for me. And you don't even but, need a bowl. Eat it from the pan. But I would mix it all in and yeah. then I would grate 
like a cheddar extra cheese. cheese yeah or like a marble cheese on the side and then mix it all in after so it's like super cheesy super heavy i'd be mm. done done for the rest of the night now they came out with an, an i don't know if it's new or there's another version of craft macaroni and cheese that's like a bigger box like the family size one uh-huh i'm telling you don't the, it, because the cheese in it uh-huh. is a liquid cheese. And oh, it awful! Really? You want what? the one that has the powdered cheese? Oh yeah, no powder not, all day. Where, not the one where you cut the top off and you, oh, squeeze, you squeeze the cheese oh, in. Oh, really? It tastes like cheese whiz, and it ruins uh, the mac and cheese. Interesting. No, okay. I'm not down with that. Interesting. I'm gonna say I love. I mean, I, I, chicken wings are my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I love. I love chicken wings. I, I. I love tacos, but I don't know if that's like comfort food to me. That's because you can get like high end tacos. Um, I make. I probably make more than anybody I know. I will at least. I'm gonna say once a week make myself um, chili cheese fries Ooh, at home. Okay. I love chili cheese fries. Yeah. Like I love chili cheese fries. Now how do you? Is it chili with fries? Like, what do you do proportion-wise? Is it, like, a lot, a lot of chili on a little bit of fries, or is it, like, pretty even? Like, what's the proportion? I make it, like, I'll make a meal size, right? So I use a full-size dinner plate, and it's full of fries. Yeah. And then I'll probably, yeah, and then I'll probably put, I don't even know. Oh, so you don't make the chili, then dump the fries into the chili and mix it all around? No, 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 the cheese goes on, the the chili goes on top of the fries. Oh, in my mind, I thought you were stirring fries into the chili. You know when you go to Taco Bell? Yes. You know Fries Supreme? Yes. That's what I make at home. Oh, wow. So it's fries, it's fries with the ground beef. Um, the ground and, and and I don't do actual chili when I do it right. I do it Taco Bell style, which is ground just beef. it's the ground beef taco meat yeah. that I put on it. So I make oh. my own ground beef taco meat and then put that on, and then I melt the um like the Tostitos orange cheese in yeah. the jar, oh. so it tastes just like Taco Bell. Oh, and then sour cream and then green onion on top of that. And you and eat then, it all just you or do you share? Yeah. Uh, no, you I'll, make oh. I'll make Roxy oh, her own. I'll make Roxy She loves chili fries. Really? Yeah, yeah, but only chili. She doesn't like the sour cream and the cheese, but so I make her her separate one. But yeah, chili cheese fries to me, it just hits everything. Yeah, like so it hits everything. Uh, well, I was going to add in tomato soup. Yeah, it's a good comfort food. Yeah, I, I used to love tomato soup, man. Grilled cheese sandwiches, tomato soup, please give me a break. Man. Gilligan's tomato Island, twelve thirty in the afternoon. Oh my <laughs> god, it's like you're like you know what I mean? with me, <laughs> and then followed by Leave It to Beaver. Uh, my dad asks, walking in on me with another guy. Oh, no. Same life, Maury. <laughs> Same <laughs> life. <laughs> Ryan has a question here that I'm sure Maury will want to answer right away. Uh, mm. If you were a sports player, <laughs> what number would you wear and why? A sports player? Who says sports player? Yeah. Like you get to pick your own number? Let's I just say you could. Just, no, let's just say you could. Let's say you could. Oh, because I thought, like, the, the coach is in the locker room with everyone and pulling shirts out of a box going, who wants number eight? What's your favorite? What's What number would you wear on your jersey? 86. Laura? Why is that? Because my favorite show yeah. was Get Smart, and Agent 86 was my favorite character. Right. Oh, right. let me right. ask you a question. Right. Were about there Get any, Smart? Yes. Really? About age, yes, Agent 86. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, was there, a, were, like, were there other agents? Like, with Agent other, 99, yeah. played by my good friend Barbara Fell. Sheldon and Agent A six, but there I'd were show other. Off. <laughs> we went for tea once. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> she made me pay and then gave me a lecture about money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> characteristics of Agent 99. Yeah, working on that mental health right. all the time, huh? But then there was Jaime, who was like the robot. Okay. There was the chief. There were other numbers. They came and went like in one episode The reason why I ask is because the other day I was on the highway mm-hmm. and I saw a license plate that said like Agent something or smart something because your plate is smart 86 smart 86 interesting story because somebody else that i was draw like i drove past on the highway they had it was like either agent whatever whatever or smart something but i was like i think that's like similar to to maury's license plate yeah oh Oh, wow uh well mine i called when don adams who played 86 died i called barbara felden Mm -hmm. i didn't have a car at the time and i said um, Don's personal car. What was his license plate? So I, because I, I wanted it to be exactly the way he had it. And was that his personal license plate? Smart eighty six. Really? Yeah. Wow. And to this day, I wish I got a different plate because I'm like, oh, I wish I got Ecto one or Out of Time or you know what you I mean. You think that those would have been available? Ecto one, <laughs> I'm sure. No, there's no chance that you don't think some nerd in nineteen eighty six got Ecto one. Maybe when you were a child. If if it's not expired yet, no. I don't know. How did no one get Smart 86? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go ask Barbara Eldman or whatever Feldman. her name is. Feldman, your good friend. Um, yeah. yeah, so if you That's had to... That's the best uh, conversation I've ever had. Choose, choose a number. I don't know. If you're, a, as Ryan says, uh, a sports player. A sports player? <laughs> if you're into sportsing, yeah. I, I don't I I have no I don't know I have no affinity to numbers I don't what know. What about your age? Uh, well, oh, you just don't want to attach yourself to anything, huh? No, I don't. I'm fine. I, <laughs> like, what do people normally do? Objects, their birthday? Memory, like like yeah. twenty like twenty two. Uh-huh. That's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go with that then. Okay, because I was it's also going to say no, because no, I was going to say number twelve because uh, for my birthday. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. I have no. Uh, I didn't call... Uh, Usually it is their birthday that the players, sports people do, right? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Nikki China asks, does loud chewing annoy you? Yes, yeah. very so, much so. If yeah. so, what do you do about it? Tell them to shut up. No, depends, on, depends on who it is. My husband loud chews. Does he? And do you oh. tell him to shut up all the time? I do. I say, can you... Like, honestly, I know you're eating. You don't have to prove it. Yeah. Did you uh, say prove it? Prove it. You don't have to prove it. Uh, Catherine, Catherine is a loud chewer when she eats Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner because she mushes everything together on her plate, uh-huh. right? And then she just starts chewing. And I will always try and say the same thing, which is I don't notice it if I'm eating as well, but sometimes she'll just go and have leftovers. Then she's sitting beside me on the couch, and it's yeah. just so loud. Like, it's just the sound. And I always will look over and I go, enjoying that, huh? And then she, and then, and then she just looks, and then she looks at me and goes, oh, my God, yes. And I'm like, and I don't know what to say after that. I don't know what you to say, say after I that. You're eating. You don't have to prove but it. But nothing else, nothing else. It's only, like, that turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes no, and banana. gravy. Combo. No, I, I don't. No, no. Even with banana, she's fine. It's oh, just fine. No, I'm saying in general. Only, yeah, banana or ice cream. It's only. What about pasta? I think pasta too. I find that sometimes if Catherine I eat pasta, must chew loud with pasta. I would chew Why loud. Why would you say that? Because pasta is a loud food. You know, what's worse than the loud chewing is when the people's when their jaws pop with each Click. chew. I get that if I eat bread. Do you the really? popping? Yeah, yeah. My, I my, my jaw, my jaw, my jaw clicks. Ooh. I hate really? the clicking. Yeah, yeah. My jaw clicks. If I eat like a thick sandwich, yeah, or like I take a big, a, like a bite of a big baguette or something yeah. like that, like a, with something with a hard crust Does on the outside. When, when you open, no, when I chew. Oh, it's when you actually sound. chew. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, yeah, my jaw clicks. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Is it loud? Yeah, you can hear it. Really? Yeah. Is it loud? Like, is it on on both sides? Don't know. Or do you feel? Uh, no, my left. I think. You feel on your left. Yeah, I think it's my left. Yeah, just like sometimes I will. I know I do stuff that annoys Catherine, which is sometimes I will take something, and I don't know if it's. 
if this happens to everybody, but if I have a, like a big sandwich, yeah. right, or something that I'm biting, if I open my mouth like super wide yeah. to try and bite something, like my head starts to shake. <laughs> What, like it's resetting? It's like, really? Yeah, like, like a tremor. Yeah. Really? Where, and I don't even notice it. And Catherine looked at me. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, because you look like you're having a seizure. Yeah. Because, like my whole head do starts now, to vibrate. No, it's only when I'm about to eat something. <laughs> like I can't do it on command. Try bite my arm. No, 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 like I can't do it on command. And even if I try to do it, it won't happen. Really? It's just, it's just my sort of natural state. Like if I open my mouth really, really wide to bite something, my head starts to vibrate. Yeah, you just don't notice it. And I don't it? notice it. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't notice it at all. But like she, she, she notices it all the time. It's like I'm trying to reboot or does something. It, does right? it happen? Does it happen with Roxy? Have you ever noticed if, no. if she does that at no, all? No, no. Um, no, well, I she might get I've, that I've, later I've, in I've, life, though. But I don't notice it on me, right? So, like, I don't, yeah. I don't look for it in other. In other I'm Try uh, do it in front of a mirror, uh, Maury. I can't. Maury, <laughs> do you not understand what okay. he's saying? I'm gonna say this one more time, okay? If I try to do it, it doesn't happen. Do you no, know what I'm, I'm saying? Not saying don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying try and do it. I'm just saying the next time you so have a big one, sandwich, one, go into the bathroom and not look at myself. Just or, have lunch in the bathroom in front of a mirror, or, or just look up. or just forget what I'm doing <laughs> until I realize, oh my god, I'm in the bathroom with a sandwich. That's oh, that's huge. I'm or no, no, or set up a camera and then have oh lunch. Okay. The length. Okay. <laughs> okay. No is the answer to that. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not doing that because it would go right? viral. It would not go viral. It's not that interesting. Hashtag head shaky guy. Excuse me. It's just like a weird. <laughs> it's just a weird thing. What's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> that sound is Maury, by the way. That is not coming from me. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, Every week on Instagram, at Kiss925 is where you'll find Asperazamoka. You going to be okay? <laughs> oh. You need some water, dude. My what? mouth clicks when I eat prunes. Yeah? Why do you eat so many prunes? Because they were what do old people eat prunes for? What's the purpose of prunes? I thought prunes? it was to make them go or not go. No, it's to get things going. It's to get things going, yeah, right? Yeah, to keep like you regular. Prunes make you regular. Oh, yeah, I buy like right. every week, I buy a basket of prunes, and I sit there and I have that for a snack. You should eat those in the bathroom, eating that many prunes. <laughs> <laughs> Stare at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> this has been the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.